Haji Rosan Yunus, welcome to Easy Does It. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining us today. As we've uh, we've talked about a lot prior to this <laughs> yes, <we did>. recording. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've already covered so much, but we're gonna touch on some subjects that we spoke about earlier. Okay. But I just want to begin by saying that you are one of our most requested guests. Mm. Every single time people have the opportunity to suggest a name to mm-hmm. me, your name is on that list. And I just want to tell you that you've always been on my list, regardless of whether people suggest yeah. um, you to me or not. But it's only yeah. a matter of when. Okay, thank you. And um, your recent post actually prompted me to be like, okay, maybe this is the perfect time to have you on. Mm. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. But for now, I want to understand your journey of how you came to be where you are today. Oh, Yes, and I think it's very fascinating. So if you don't mind um, taking us back to even way before you Ooh. started. Yeah, as as far as you can remember and as far as you are willing to share with us. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I think let me remind, you know, uh, the uh, people who's watching your video. Okay. I am 60 years old, you okay. know. Uh, I turned 60 a month ago. Uh, so it's been a long... It's, I would say it's been a very, very long life for me in that mm-hmm. sense, you know. I, I remembered when my grandfather was 60 years old. I mean, I looked at him, you know, at that time I was about eight years old. And I looked at him and I said, wow, this is what 60 looks like. And now I'm 60. Mm-hmm. But let, let, let's, let's just go back to where we started. Uh, I, I probably have an unusual childhood in the mm-hmm. sense that... Uh, uh, my father is a Bruneian, but my mother is actually from Johor. Okay. And uh, interestingly, they they met through. In today's world, we have all this Tinder and so on. But in in those days, all they had was this the so-called pen pal column, where people actually posted photos of themselves at the back of magazines and so on. There's actually there's usually a very interesting section in in this older if you if you ever have a chance to look at it in these older magazines and so on. There's always a pen pal section where people actually write to the magazines and put up their photos and 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 write a little bit about them about themselves with the address oh and so on. God. So then other people will look at it and say, Oh, that person looks interesting, you know, I shall write to them. Yeah. So this was the days when there was no phone or whatever, yes. you know. So it was actually pure writing. Mm. And my father found uh, my mother uh, you know, in I, I can't remember whether it's my mother who posted or my father posted. But it doesn't really matter. They wrote to each other. And they eventually met, you know, eventually. It took, it took them a long time to meet. I mean, it was not like, you know. Taros. Yeah, Taros yeah. Can, yeah, Simply because uh, she was in Johor, my father was in Brunei. But they, you know, somehow rather the stars aligned and so on, so they met. Yeah. So they got married uh, and, and I was born. So my father was actually a government officer mm-hmm. starting from, you know, uh, we, we are originally from Kampong Sabah. My family is from Kampong Sabah. Mm. But my father uh, was uh, posted in, in, in Kuala Blight at that point in time. Okay. So I was actually born in Syria. And then after a few years, he was moved to Tutong. So I went to school in Tutong. 
than before we actually build our house in 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 Bandar. Mm. Then after that, he got posted as the district officer in Tumburong. So I also went to Tumburong. Oh, so wow. actually, I've actually lived in all four districts. So, yeah, you, you know. actually did. <laughs> so I uh, probably one of the few people who actually managed to do that. So I actually know what the districts were like when 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 I was very very young. Mm. And then uh, and also luckily for me, uh, after. Uh, I finished the equivalent of the PSR. In those days, it was it used to be called the PCE. Oh, um, uh, I yeah, lived yeah. PCE. Oh, yes, yes, yes. PCE. Okay, so the PSR, and then uh, I did well enough. So they sent me off to Singapore. So I spent the, my O level and my A level years in Singapore before I actually went to England. Mm. So I, I like I said, you know, it's unusual for me. So I didn't really meet anybody. Uh, you know, I don't really know how Brunei was like when when I was growing up, simply because I was not here. Yeah. So I even missed the the independence. Uh, I went to England in 1983 with a British passport, and then I kept, and then the things sometimes in January or February 1984, I got called to the uh, to the High Commission, and said you must change your passport. So yeah, so when they with all the, the change all the passport and so on. so in nineteen ninety three in October I went to England with a British passport. I oh came back God. with a Brunei passport. Oh <laughs> so, so like ah so wow. okay, yeah. So only during those times can that happen. <laughs> yes, yes. Nowadays, so, no. Yeah, yeah. So we were all carrying British passports then because we were, we were the British uh, technically Brunei was a British protectorate. Yes, yeah. Yes. So came back after a few more years of studying. In nineteen ninety seven I came back. Started my work. Uh, those were the days when ministry was still being formed. Okay. You know, so nothing, everything was quite fluid at that point in time. Mm. So you learn a lot, you know. Mm. Um, but um, then around 1992, uh, I was I was called up, and Brunei was starting the Tabong Amanah Pekerja then. So oh, yes. yeah. So me and uh, one very senior officer who became the director, uh, the two of us actually set it up. You know, start from scratch, from from ground zero. Oh. So you know, actually work in CPF, the Central Provident Fund in Singapore for a while, and also the Employees Provident Fund in Malaysia. Mm. So to see how it was done there, and then we brought it back here. So those, those were those were the early days, but uh, it wasn't until about I didn't get into social media. Because a lot of people forget that computers were not always around, exactly, you know. So, you know. Yeah. so in nineteen, uh, when I first started work, eighty seven, eighty eight, I, I brought my own PC to the office, and it was like a novelty because, yeah. you know, PCs were fairly new at that point in time, and nobody was using them. You know, no, you go to government offices at that point in time. Uh, we had this what we call the word processor, so most secretaries would be using them, but. A lot of a lot of government departments will still have what we call a typing pool, mm-hmm. where clerks will be sitting, you know, in a room with 30, 40 people of them will be sitting there, all using a typewriter, all manually type, oh. and then everything go, goes to there. So there was actually a typing pool was actually a typing pool because everything which needs to be typed goes there. Oh, yeah. So and and they would type it in triplicate. Triplicate. Triplicate means there'll be the original copy, uh-huh. there'll be a carbon paper in between, ah, okay. and then another paper. Yeah, and so, so that yeah, so, yeah, so, so that they get three copies at the same time while just typing it once. Mm. Uh, the problem with that is that um, if you if they make a mistake or or if you change your mind and say, okay, I need to change this paragraph, yeah. so it has to be retyped. 
<laughs> so, so you know, oh to, there was no memory, there was nothing. So yeah. basically, you know, so all they do the whole day for people who are in the typing pool, the clerks, that, that's all they do. They just type. Oh my God, yeah. that is a fascinating era to be uh, in. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. Right? Because, uh, so PCs were just starting. Uh, and then um, I, I think slowly the type the, the typewriters were being replaced with what we call word processors. Mm. The word processors in those days, you know, uh, I still remember that they were they were computer based, but they were more focused. They just focused towards one one task, which was which was the same thing as typewriting. Uh, but their printer was oh my god, I could still remember their printer. They they were using a type of printer which is very, very loud because it really literally hit that. So they, <laughs> they would have to have a soundproof box for that printer. Oh. So so when they first started, so the first thing they do, they load up the paper and everything, mm. close it, yeah. and then you can, you can still hear it, you can hear Yeah, but if without that soundproof box, it was, it was going to be even worse. Mm. Yeah. So. Didn't they used to also have, because I'm trying to remember now that you're yeah. Um, telling me all these stories, right? I'm starting to have flashbacks of how, like, I remember maybe going to my late stepdad's office. Yeah. There, there is a dedicated room for printing yeah. because they were noisy or something, right? Like a closed door. Yeah, every, everything yeah. was everything was noisy in those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, typing. Ta -ta 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 -ta. So yeah, so yeah ta nothing, nothing was really, really quiet. So mm. there was those were the days, and I remember uh, when I first started work, 1997. Uh, I was at the civil service department, mm -hmm. uh, and at that, at, and at one point in time, and somebody called out and said, "Come, come, come!" And all of, of all of the officers came out of the office, and we went over to the director general's office. Mm -hmm. um, we said, "What's happening here?" You know, and everybody was looking at this machine. Oh, I said, "Wow!" I said. It's a fax machine. Oh my god! And, and we 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 don't even use faxes anymore. But yeah. but back in 1997, it was like such a novelty. You know, we were all talking about, oh wow, you know, now we can send documents. You know, we can receive doc. It was like, okay. <laughs> Prior to that, it was post. Prior to that, it was post. I mean, nothing oh. nothing gets sent electronically. I yeah. mean, if if you want something to be sent say, from Singapore to here. Wait for the post to come. Oh my god! You know, so so the fax machine was like a technology breakthrough for us at that point in time. So you know, so it was it was it was in those era that I was in. Uh, so computers, like I said, were not normal. So it was even the time when we started up tab. Uh, computer was still not as accessible as yes. it is today. Mm. And when you think the amount of data that we need to put in, you know. Yes. Um, but it wasn't until, uh, but of course, you know, as time progresses and so on. But it was around 1990, uh, I remember it was 1995 when email started. Okay. So, you know, so email was 1994. Well, I mean, there were a lot of technology in between, but before it became sort of critical mass was about 1990, 1995. Yeah. Because I remember, um, I remember when I was doing my master at Harvard, uh, wow. uh, uh, <laughs> you know, we not not many of us own computers at them, so we were all relying on what we call the computer lab. Computer lab. Oh uh, my yeah. god! Yes. Yes. So you at, know, in schools, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. So we had computer labs, and and it wasn't just us; it was also the Americans and the Europeans who were studying in that school. So I, I was watching one of this American lady. 
she was she was trying to do she was trying to move her mouse but but and she was doing it like you know because because, because, because she moved it too fast and oh. she she didn't know how to control it so she tried to so like she, she tried to, so i was thinking to myself okay these are americans <laughs> they're not they're not as, Hello gaming yeah, no, no. <laughs> so they were not as smart as me you know so i said and and there was a time when i remembered we received this email you know and i was and and, and the email arrived there was no content mm. And apparently, what she did was—sorry, it's a she. Uh, both, both are she's. Okay, you know? okay. Not that I'm trying to imply anything. Oh, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. but the, what happened was she wrote the entire email in the subject box. So, oh my God, <laughs> so, that is so funny. <laughs> so, so, so I was looking and said, "Okay, this email is empty. So you know what did she do? <laughs> it was all the subject. So you really, literally had to read the subject box yeah. because that was where the content was. Oh, and there know, was so, no character limit back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah surprisingly, oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this was back in the 19th. You know, I mean, the whole world was changing, so it wasn't just oh us. You know, yeah. so, so you know, so, everyone had to adapt. To yeah, this so that, that was that was the time. So there was. 1980s. Yeah, sorry, that was the 1990s when email first started and so on and yeah, so on. So you know, yeah. so even even uh, mobile phones were just starting. Nokia. Yeah. Uh, or, ay, the 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 popular brand in those days was Siemens. Siemens, Siemens. and Philips. Siemens, yes. Philips uh, before Nokia came yeah. in. So you know, and and <laughs> and I I don't know whether people remember. I think in the Nokia phones you only allowed six text messages. Oh my god. So that means you have to delete yeah. new messages. Oh, old no. messages. They, they just disappear. They just, oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so, so it's not like today where you can literally you have yeah, yeah. Oh so my god, yeah. yeah, six text messages, and, mm. and the messages were not long. So you know, and 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 in those days when you wanted your phone, uh, you know, to for the sound ring and so on, you. Literally have to key them in one by yes, one, you know. Yes. Yeah, but that's what it is. But yeah, uh, but the technology, I said, I think in in some sense, sort of helped me along. So mm. by about two thousand and four, I did my executive development program at UBD. Okay. And in those days, I think we all already carrying our pen drives oh, and so yeah, on. So you yeah, know, that's yeah. how much technology has yeah. evolved. But what was difficult was that there was thirty of us, and everyone wanted the same the same. The same uh, PowerPoint, okay. you know, from our lecturers, and so I told them. I said, no, no, no. I said, let me get it. I'll put it up on a website, and and it's for you to download. Mm. So those were the days. So yeah. I started. I started my medium in practically anything that I could find. Whatever, whatever was going on, I was on it. Yeah. So yeah. I probably was one of those few few people who was fascinated by technology. Yeah, and really. not scared by it. Yeah. Instead. So okay. you know, so if if you were talking about Friendster, I was on it. If you're talking about MySpace, I was on it. You know. So I was practically in every one of these things. Yeah. But the only thing I wasn't in was MRIC. Uh, for, okay. Yeah. So that that's one of the communication tools. Uh, that apparently happened during the time when I was in US, and um. and and it wasn't popular there in, oh. for some reason. Uh, well, it wasn't popular where I was from, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, that, that's the only one. That's the only technology I missed out because I I wasn't on it. But everything else I was on it. So, mm. so I put up all the PowerPoints and so on, and then I just realized I said, oh, this is an interesting place to be yeah. in. So I set it up. I started a website. I don't know whether you know it. It's uh, BruneiResources.com. 
Brunelsources.com apparently was popular among students who were studying abroad. Simply uh, uh-huh. Because what I did with Brunelsources.com was that whatever information I could find, mm. I would put it up there. So like Brunei related. The Brunei related. Okay. So that means if I attend a conference on Brunei, so I would dedic- you know, I would I would I would at night actually scan the whole document in and uploaded it. So so and and of course in those days the government doesn't have its own website and yeah. so on. So when we're a student from outside, when you're a student in, in say in England or in Australia and said there. Yeah. So, but one of the fascinating thing that I found was that I actually uploaded quite a number of uh, uh, CDs, CDs, mu- music CDs, okay. uh, especially related to patriotic songs, especially mm-hmm. related to to uh, you. You're not part of the music scene, mm. so I would get quite a number of musicians would come up to say, "Oh, thank you for you know, thank you for uploading that those Brunei songs yeah, on that yeah. thing." So that's that's how they started. So. Oh. So yeah, I, I I mean that was back in 2005. This is almost 18 years now. So it's still oh running. Yeah. I haven't updated it though, but yeah. all, all the all the things are still there. Is BruneiResources.com still? Yeah, around? it's still functioning. Okay. So you can still go there, and um, it's not as well. I I wrote it by hand. The codes are wrote. Uh, I I wrote all the codes, even the HTML codes and so on. So it wasn't it wasn't done through. Wasn't done through, you know. Today you can just easily. Yeah, you know, yeah. You there's can, a you, there's a template you, you just can, fill yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So you know, mm. one one second you have yeah. it up and running. In those days, I was actually literally typing it by hand. Yeah. So, but that's what it is. But I, I, I I'm curious, that. like, um, what is the main driving force for you to want to put in all this work and to uh, put it out there and share with people? I, <laughs> I've always, I, I've never really sort of thought of why. It's always been my fascination that information should always be available. Mm-hmm. So, and I've, because I'm, I'm always curious about it myself. So okay. I've, I search for it. I couldn't find it. Mm. So I'm sure I'm I'm thinking to myself. I'm sure there are others who would love to see what I found. Yeah. So in fact, it, that's that's uh, that's probably the only reason. I mean, not, nothing more than than trying to share information. So, yeah. But of course, you have to be very careful. I mean, I work in the government, so yeah. I do come across information which are shouldn't be available to the public. Which okay. and I don't do that. You yeah. know. So yeah. all the information you'll see there are actually meant for the public. So. Mm. Yeah, but so that that that's what started, I think, brunessus.com. Then eventually, uh, I did quite a number of blogs in very, very, various different uh, no, uh, platforms. Yeah. Uh, before I actually eventually moved finally to blogspot.com. Okay. So the brunessus.blogspot.com became sort of, uh, it started, what, what <laughs> the funny thing was, brunessus.blogspot.com was actually meant to tell people uh, I posted something on 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 brunaisources.com. So ah. you know, so it wasn't just it wasn't meant to be like but, a main site. Yeah, was supposed so, to drive people. Yeah. So, but eventually, I found it was much easier to just post it on <laughs> the blog spot rather than trying to. So that's when sort of brunaisources.com slowly died from my perspective. Ah. So I focused very much on the blog spot. Uh, so it was a lot of. It's, it's, it's what I do actually it's what, what, what drives Reggie and so on mm. so actually I would find a topic for the day I mean that's what blogs were all about yeah, yeah. yeah. so I find a topic for the day and then just post my what my thoughts are and mm. so on and so on and then suddenly suddenly people were f- for whatever reason I mean we never advertise all these things you know yeah, people yeah. just come so you know my topics were quite 
I would say, if you read them, uh, they were quite not controversial, but you know, topics which people may want to think about. Okay. Uh, I was fairly, I was anonymous in those days because by then I was already the deputy permanent secretary of the Ministry of Finance, so so oh. I, I, I I couldn't really sort of reveal myself. Yeah, you know? yeah. But the way I write, you know, the topics I know, people sort of. You know, we know who you are. Oh, really? That kind of they thing. figured yeah. it out? Yeah. They fi I think one of the biggest mistakes I made was uh, when one of the postings I did was actually, I took a photo of, uh, you know, you know when you get to attend all these uh, functions oh, and yes. the palace and yes. so on. I took a photo of it just to show what the whole place looked like. I forgot that my name tag was there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So... I mean, it doesn't really matter. But what happened is that in in those days, you know, there were really no places for people to go to to you know to talk about all these things. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I post an interesting topic, you mm. get like, you know, hundreds of people commenting on it. Which was I thinking, say, okay, the number is growing. Yeah. Uh, I I at 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 its height, I think I was getting like three four thousand visitors a day. Wow. So you know, and they're all commenting, and some of them were talking to each other even yeah, even yeah. In the, discussing in, in the yeah. So so. Section. That was that was the days. Yeah. I mean, that, that did was, that ever get you into trouble? The uh, fact that you, you no. kind of uh, never really. I mean, all this all this while, never really because I think in some sense I do a lot of self censoring. Okay. So so I do I do know what topic should be out there, ah. what topic shouldn't be out there. Mm. Uh, so I do avoid controversial ones. Yes, but I like the ones which make society things. Yeah, you know, yeah. so things like. You know, uh, how old should you be when you get married? That mm. kind of thing. Yeah. So th those, are, those are those are the questions which drives the society. Yes, you know? So it's yes. not so much about which political party are you in. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't go there. Maybe this, you know. But yeah, but the 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 the, quest, the kind of questions that gets there. So I ran that for about. Well, it's still running now. I mean, I just I just stopped posting on it mm. uh, until around two thousand and. Five, two thousand and six, I think, okay. uh, and I I get a call from from uh, whoever was was running Mohiba at that point in time mm -hmm. uh, for the magazine for RBA and said, "Can you can you do can you do a feature for us?" Mm. So I wrote I wrote for them. Is it Mohiba? Yeah, sorry, it's yes. Mohiba. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, forgot forgot about <laughs> the name. Yeah, so it was Mohiba, and I said I said okay, so you know, and uh, I got a nice check out of it. That's Ooh. when I realized I said okay. This can be lucrative, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I wasn't interested in in I, I never was interested in money anyway. So yeah, because so you already had a stable job. Yeah, so you know, so yeah, you're right. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, this is just a side thing. Yeah. So do you remember so, how much was this lucrative? It was eight hundred dollars. Okay. For an article, which I thought was wow. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. You know, so, That's actually not a decent amount. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. You know, I mean. Uh, so and after that I got a call from Brunei Times Brunei Times was just starting at that point in time okay. and said, they said uh, can you do a column for us mm. you know a weekly column talking about, about culture talking about history and so on mm. so I said yeah okay I said you know so you get paid for that as well uh, I did I did the Brunei Times column from about 2007 until the day it closed down so I was doing an article. I was supposed to be doing an article a week, but yeah. I there were of course obviously I was busy by then, so I couldn't really do it. But I did I did about three hundred of articles. So those were those were the days. So you know talking about so instead of just trying to sh I mean I mean I was still giving out information, but now my information is written in a in a 
properly curated form yeah. in a way it was published where it was printed and so on did you have like was there an editor to help you with it as well uh, in, like in, a sub-editor Times first started when Brunei Times started they had a number of people from leshekini.com okay uh, oh. those days so uh, I remember there was a young lady editor uh, experienced young uh, and she when I first wrote my article she gave it back to me and said no I can't accept this and I said because you're writing for the public. Okay. If you can't capture them within that first paragraph, this article's dead. So I learned to write it from that perspective. Yeah. So that so that so that you know you get you get an article which is catch which yes. is which is you know gonna catch the people's eye. Mm. So when I first started they sort of gave me like two columns. But eventually, I think uh, by the fifth or sixth year, I got the whole page to myself. Wow. So you know, so so that that's the kind of thing that that you know. So yeah. my article started with about about from six hundred to eight hundred words because they never really want you to write long articles. But by the time you, I was sort of fairly well known, so I was doing a thousand five, thousand six wow. per, per article. The only problem was that, uh, of course, you know, my career also progressed. You know. By 2008, I was the permanent secretary of the Ministry of Development, and then eventually culture and and prime minister's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your your work gets busier, but yes. you've you've got this thing which you still have to constantly write. Yeah. So it wasn't as easy trying trying to 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 uh, you know get all these things out of the way. So I wasn't as active anymore on Blogspot simply because I was just too busy. Not that because I want. I, mean, I did the same thing with what I do to Angel. I, I had to say a goodbye post at one <laughs> yes. stage, you know. Okay. So uh, a few people, you know, for whatever reason, they missed it and said, "Okay," I said, "You know, maybe I'll appear again." Mm. Uh, by then, you know, we have come to today's world. We got the IGs yeah. and so on. Yeah. So my IG again has always been, you know, I've never, never really wanted to start anything with, with, for a reason. I mm. just did my IG because, okay, everybody's out there. Let's be out there as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's post about things that yeah. I have. And you've and always so. been one to catch yeah, whatever so, is yeah. new. So, so what happened was that my IG wasn't getting that much attention. I mean, there were people joining it and so on and so on. So I mean, the, the the information I did was basically a rehash of what I used to write, but now it's in pictorial form. Yeah, so instead yeah. of just writing about it, you have to find a picture of it. So yes. people find that interesting. Uh, but we had COVID in 2019, mm. 2020. And uh, a few people started to use... Because what I did was... Um, you could, you know, in IG, you, we use direct messaging. So people would DM me and said, so I would sort of post it up on my story. You know, this is the complaint I received. This is, you know. So people were suddenly using it as a place for them to, the Malay word is churhat. Okay. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I have this problem. I have mm. this thing. Oh, no, why is my office not like this? And yeah, so I, yeah. I post them up. So I post them up. So again, it wasn't anything to, I'm just, I'm just in, in some sense, uh, you know, when people write to you, when people DM you, it's not you that they wanted to write. They wanted the whole world to know, you know, I've got what a problem, you stuff. know. Yeah. Please, please, mm. just let it be out there so, mm. so that somebody can think about it. So, so it, again, you know, uh, the same thing which I did for my, for my blog spot. It yeah. sort of became popular. Yes. So uh, I think at his height when we had all the lockdowns and everything, mm. I remember the numbers. I checked the numbers. Uh, it was about eleven to 12,000 people a day oh which was God. going through this, you know. I was trying to think to myself, I said, 
we must all be bored, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, to go to oh, we are in trouble or whatever it is. Mm. So it was it was popular. It was you know it, it was it was it was quite worrying also in that sense that you know we've got all these people with all these problems and nobody's looking out for them you know yeah I agree. so i wasn't in the position to look out but i i was um over the years so what happened was that you know i retired in 2017 um okay and then when i retired i started to i, I actually did my phd i started to do my phd but when i was sitting down at, at the university and i was doing enjoying myself reading all these books and so on mm. uh, i was being approached by you know some of the faculties and said can you help teach oh. so you know i said okay you know 30 years of experience i said why not so so i helped teach so i also get to teach the master students where quite a number of them are actually government officers mm -hmm. i also get to teach the executive development program so i actually taught at UBD and actually taught at UNISA. Yeah. So for both the... So you get to know a lot of these younger officers, you know. Yeah, most, most of the people I work with have already retired. So oh. I, get, I get to meet all these younger officers. Mm -hmm. So when I get all this sort of, you know, um, problems or whatever which people send to me, and I would, you know, some of them I would say, oh, I said, uh, these people who I used to teach would probably know what to do something with. So I would send it to them, you know. Ah, so, so they would help you. So, yeah, so in the, in that like, sense. Mm. Uh, so it was good, it was good. Then, of course, mm. COVID was over. Yeah. Uh, and nothing happened. So, again, we all go back to our normal life. Yes. I mean, COVID technically isn't over, but it yeah. was basically, you know. We've adapted. Yeah, to it. we adapted to it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the NGL started. So okay. the, the, app, the app started, NGL. Mm. And I was thinking to myself, what is this NGL thing? Yeah. You know? yeah, said, okay. Also, before this, it was the question sticker. It was people question. Just, yeah, just, oh. no, it was just, uh, before it was just properly DM. Okay. It was direct DM. So okay. the question sticker didn't come out. I mean, the question sticker Unless was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but people were actually DMing. The, the, well, oh. If you could use that as a, as a verb, DMing me, yeah. So I would get, I would get that. So you got a lot of these DMs coming. Hmm. Uh, it was like, you know, the same thing as NGL. Sometimes it's like hundreds of hundreds a day. You know, so you, you, I was like, okay, which one of this should I post? Which one of this yeah. should I not post? And I decided early on is that it should all be anonymous. So, you know, so you post to me, I would know who you are, but I, I don't really care who you are in yes. that sense. You know, I, yeah. I don't really want to know who you are. Mm. But sometimes there are posts, uh, there are, you know, some of the posts which I receive or some of the texts which I receive. Are sometimes too too sad to ignore, so I would reach out to them and say, "What's going on? You know, is there anything I could help you with?" That yeah. kind of thing. But those are rare. I mean, I, I don't try to get involved in personal True. things. But of course, sometimes when the texts do reach you in in that stage, yeah. and you're wondering, okay, this is no longer just wanting to world for you know, you know, these people need help. Yes. So that kind of thing. So I do that. Mm. So that's over. So by the time the angel started, I just wanted the angel was like, you know, I, I wanted people to ask me questions like, okay, what's the history of this thing? What's the history of that thing? You know, I wasn't thinking about, you know, I have a problem with my husband. You know, I, that was never ever in my mind. You know, I was like, but you know, the early questions were like that. But eventually, I think the the questions became too personalized. Uh, and then, of course, that's, you know, I mean, all this thing eventually will come up to, I have a problem, please help me, mm. you know. Mm. So, and and I tried in, in, the, in the early days, I think I tried to answer every single one of them. But, mm. uh, of course, the problem with, with that is that I, I, I just don't have the time. Because what happened was, 
I remember when I when when it sort of hit. I I I I call it the critical mass. Mm. I was getting hundreds a day. Yeah, hundreds of questions a day. So mm. I was just like, I said, "There's no way I can answer all of this." You know, I don't have that much time. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. a full time job. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and the, the 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 reason why I did that also was because my wife passed away in in. Uh, Uh, mid mid in June last year, so NGL started just soon after that. So it's Wait, like just June last year. Yeah, it was just a year, That's yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, about fourteen, fourteen months ago. Uh, yeah, but so I was like trying to figure out, okay, what should I do with my life in that mm-hmm. sense? So you know, sort of to fill it up and so on. But I eventually found that you know, um, some daily questions were talking about me, so I would sort of respond. On a more personal basis yeah. of you know how are you and so on, what you how are you coping, nice, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So which which was quite you know, I I found, but eventually over time the the questions became harder. Uh, it was no longer about what Brunei was like, you know. I mean, there were very few questions like that. In fact, I I read <laughs> a few days ago uh, when 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 I closed down my NGL, so I was I was going through Reddit. I mean, there's a whole section about me on Reddit, which I didn't realize. Oh. But actually, some someone actually sent it to me and said, "You should read this." And I said, "Okay." So I read I read the comments. And uh, one of the comments which I found interesting was that uh, uh, the NGL was interesting, but the problem was uh, there were there were there were there were a lot of I would say there were a lot of Uh, texting between before you can get to the information that you want. Okay. Sim- simply because, you know, I, I, there's no way of controlling NGL in the sense that, you know, if you if you go to Reddit, Reddit is fun because you could okay subtopic here, subtopic here, yes. so you could actually break, oh, yeah. make out. But yeah. but I couldn't do that on my NGL, so it was like. You know, uh, answering ten questions about how to find how to find your wife or your husband. You know, then somebody would ask, uh, uh, "What is the origin of this place?" So you would get you know, and then yeah. something else would come up. So it it wasn't easy. I mean, I I you know, I'm I'm I quite admire people who actually tried to read all those texts in between. But yeah. my feeling was that you're just scrolling through. Uh, you know, so again, like uh, the at the at the height of it, it was like. It wasn't as high as the one for COVID. COVID yes. It's only about, I think, the height of it, about six thousand, seven thousand people a day. Oh my god! I mean, for a lot of people, that's that's a huge number. That is a yeah, lot. But, yeah. So people said that I say only six thousand because I'm comparing to what I had before. Only, you know, yeah. So yeah. Okay, listen. Yeah. To compare, <laughs> when I did my Q and A, I only got fifty questions. <laughs> You got like six <laughs> thousand, and even then, I was struggling. It was so hard for me to answer each and every question. Yeah. I can't imagine being in your position. Yeah. So, and I was only doing it at night. So you know, before I go to sleep, and yeah. so so. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. It was interesting, uh, but the problem is the complaints start to get more personal in the sense that you oh. know we were talking about certain people. Yeah. So I would have to stop. So where where, even though it's anonymous, I know mm. it's anonymous. From and also they don't mention who it is, but to the point that you know, if I put it out there, you could actually identify who that person is. So I would have to, I draw the line at that. So yeah. you know, so yeah. if if it's a person you can identify, I said no, I'm not going to post this. Yep. Uh, but sometimes some of the some of the complaints were sort of very serious mm. and even though i can't post it I, st- i still have friends you know in in the enforcement agencies and so i just screenshot it i said you know take the tactical yeah what's mm. going on you know so 
Um, Can you share I, with I, us I, what examples uh, of these? No, it's always accusations of bribery and stuff in like the workplace, yeah, in the government. Yeah. So okay. So I I would send that. Uh, I could actually uh, find. I mean, Angel, you're allowed to if you're willing to pay for it. But I never bought it, so I just yeah. I just stopped it at that. I said it's anonymous. It's anonymous. They mm. give it to me in 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 sort of you know in confidence. And that's that's what it should remain. Mm. But it is. There there were quite a number of you know. Um, you know, people. I think people were using it because they couldn't get through to their own organization, so they get it through me. Mm. And also, I think I, I, in a way, sometimes I sort of help to help to continue it, simply because, you know, um, some government agencies actually responded. So okay. I would put actually the, the responses on 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 on, on, that, on, on yeah, that page. Whatever they said. Yeah. That. So mm. I just post it and screenshot and post it there. Mm. So in that sense, people are just saying, "Oh, okay." He gets responses, you know. I complain direct. I don't get a response. So, so you know that sort of continues the whole thing. So, but you know what's interesting? That's saying a lot already. Mm. Like individual complaints are ignored, but when it's put on a public platform, yeah. it suddenly gets acknowledged. Yeah. So, I have, I'm not gonna go through. <laughs> I know, but that but, alone says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happened is that sometimes I, 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 I. I I was in government for thirty over years. Yeah. Sometimes responding to responses, uh, responding to public complaints, are not is not very easy, mm. and 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 in some sense also because a lot of it it takes time. Yeah. So if you ask me about this, then I would have to ask someone to investigate and so on. Mm. So in in my particular context was because it was posted public, so somebody sort of had to get the decisions out there and then you Damage know so, so yeah. Because that's what has that's that's what what happened, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't my intention. It was never was my intention yeah, to course, actually yeah. go there. Yeah. Uh, my my intention, like I said, was always to put information out. Yeah. Because what's in it for you anyway? Yeah. Right? So you know. So the the only problem is that when you start to put out public complaints, there will be people who will be affected. So you know. And I, I get, I, I, nobody actually complained direct to me in the mm. sense that, you know, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But I get, I get, you know, I, I, I have my ears pretty much to the ground. Yes. And there will be one of my former officers who said, you know, um, I don't think those people at that particular department is happy with you. You know, mm. I said, yeah. So I said, yeah, I understand, you know. Uh, and and of course uh, I worked I I work in quite a number of government agencies so some of them actually are departments which I used to work for and so on yeah and and one or two would grab to me and said you used to be here mm. <laughs> you know yeah. so that kind of thing so saying like then why are you yeah, saying so, this yeah like so I, I said I said I said yeah I mean we we had problems then but you know the problems shouldn't persist and so on but yeah you know you you. You're helping the mass, but you're also ruffling some feathers in between. So you have to be very, very careful. Mm. And uh, over over those months, I think you get certain feedback which are probably negative. You yeah. know, you you get a DM which says, "Why are you doing this? You know, you shouldn't be doing this because of whatever, whatever." Mm. I said, okay, um, I, I would love to respond to those people. I just don't want to put it up in public. Yeah. But, but my sense was, if you get negative comments, you say, you you know, many of us who actually go through all these all these things about 
you know, information and so on. We don't bother to comment. But the fact that someone actually bothered to comment and, and give you a, a negative response mm. means, you know, there's something serious out there. Yes. Yeah. So I was starting to slowly get them. Uh, I mean, I wasn't bothered by, by critics. I mean, I've always done my own things. I mean, that's, that's how, that's how I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. here. Mm. If I've been listening to too many people, I wouldn't even be here. Exactly. But, but, uh, but of course, eventually over time, you're just starting to say, okay, you know, I mean, it was getting tiring. And what was harder was that uh, NGL started to limit the number of posts that you could keep. Um, I think you just reached uh, the threshold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, what, what happened was that uh, they only allowed, I think at one point in time, where I suddenly lost hundreds of texts, which I have not replied to, oh. they just kept it to 100. So if you really notice now, oh. uh, NG only keeps up to 100 texts. Okay, okay. Uh, unless you're in the paid mode, I guess. You Maybe. Know, yeah, okay. so it's so 100 texts. So I was getting more than 100 texts a day. So yeah. so a lot of these texts were just suddenly disappearing. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I didn't have time to respond to them. Mm. So that was another reason that, you know, uh, in that sense, I said, I'm sorry. So some people who don't get the reply, so we'll keep on reposting their text. And that sort of, again, you know, I get the same text 10 times. So that's 10, that's 10 text loss yeah. of other people. So yeah. that is that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so Angel wasn't helping. Uh, I was getting all these negative messages and so on. Um, I wasn't really, I, I didn't, I never really thought of stopping actually. I never really thought about it until sort of, you know, um, you get that final one that says, you know, you, you have not been fact checking, you have not been. And suddenly I said to myself, ah, oh, you know, you don't realize how much work I've put into all these things. You know, the amount of people you have to text to to get the right information and so of course. There are times when I don't, when I do make mistakes. Obviously, you know, we we all there. We we make mistakes, but it was never intentional. But to be accused of something like that, and I said, okay, maybe, maybe it's time to stop it. You know, maybe it's time to take a rest or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, take take a respite. So this this is where we are today. Mm. So it's not so much about you know people. You know, I, I saw some people speculating on Reddit whether whether the authorities have something. They said no, no. It's nothing. The authorities have nothing to do with it. I mean, I know, I know certain agencies do grab about me. Certain people, <laughs> you know, who happen to be in in in, in you know in, uh, at the wrong end and so on. But never ever there was never ever a pressure in that sense. Okay. So, you know, people were just sort of happy to let me do whatever it is because it's also a release valve in some sense for a lot of people, you know, all the prop all the frustrations, yeah. all the problems people are having and so on. Mm. And 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 they couldn't just it's it's not easy actually in some sense. If you don't know enough people, it's not easy to get your, your complaints across, you True. know. So you may write, you may and then you, you don't even know what happened to them. So my NGL sort of became that. But again, um, I, I just, you know, with all these things, I mean, I, I started for no reason. So I just stopped for exactly probably no reason. Yeah. But what I found that when I stopped, you know, quite a number of people were still asking me questions on NGL. Uh -huh. So I stopped, I didn't respond. Mm. But I, I felt a sense of pity in the sense that this, there's still there's still people who need help out there. Yeah. So I opened up a tiny little one uh, at one of my. I've I've got about five or six IGs. Oh. So, <laughs> you, <laughs> you have five yeah. or six IGs. I have five or six IGs. They all they all belong. They all do different things. Oh. But this particular one was uh, one more one of my religious focus IG. Okay. It's called Laluanjana. 
Ah, okay. Uh, so so I actually opened up a question box there. Mm. So I don't get that many as I used to. I probably get about three or four at most. But those people who know it, yes. So they go there. Oh my god. So the so that that focused very much on family matters, you know, which I thought was needed. So I really really had to open that up again. So again, I still get. I remember the <laughs> interesting question. What two nights ago was. Uh, somebody asking about you know if if a person at talak satu with his wife, you know how come he's you know can he go back to the wife you know, that kind of question you yeah. know I say yeah yes, of course you know so I I get questions like that but the more difficult questions I'm getting now is like there was this I'm assuming it's a lady um, I'm I'm you know um, my boyfriend is uh, you know is a foreigner. So how do I talk to my parents about it? You know that kind of question. My, 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 my boyfriend is a foreigner. A foreigner. Uh, and how so, do she yeah, how how is she going to approach her parents I about don't... it? You know. So that's the question, kind of questions I get, yeah. uh, which I thought this is not more fun to handle, but actually more close to what the problems are. I mean, I still and people still use that to ask other questions, which I don't answer. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, you yet. have to draw that line. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I, I focus very much on family matters mm. and so on. So which I thought was needed. Uh, so it's, there is there is an NG, not an NGL anymore. It's just a question box. Mm, mm. So I do know who you are, and so mm. you know, so, but it, it makes it easy. But one of the questions which was, uh, which I thought was very sad was about the uh, I, I'm assuming is is uh, is a boy or a girl in a family where the family was very very strict. Strict. Very strict. Okay. Uh, he was saying all these things, and then, and then the question was, "Is this normal?" So you know. So, I haven't answered that question yet, but you know, those questions sort of moved me. You know, how how do we help these people? You know, how how do we help these people who are, you know, having problems like this? And this is this is, I guess, in some sense, I I don't think I'll keep the angel close. I mean, there are people out there that need help. Need help yeah. uh, so at the moment, I'm doing it through Laluanjana IG. Mm. Uh, I I don't know whether I will ever want to go back to to being uh, you know at Bruna Heritage. But now what I do is with the Bruna Heritage, I focus back on my postings, mm. which I which I didn't really do that much when I was focused on my stories. Yeah. But now now my postings go back to what I used to do best, you know, mm. photos, information, and so on about Brunei. So th this is where we are. Wow. This is why we're sitting here now. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> That is, you are truly a historian, and you have you are full of history yourself. Yeah, interestingly, yeah. because we we don't really know how how you know. I've never really sort of. I didn't choose my parents, obviously. I didn't choose the way I I choose to live. But mm. you know, over time, you you get to do a lot of things. I I probably was. Uh, I guess it depends on how you want to do your life. Mm. I, 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 well, one of the things I think uh, I, I went for this ship uh, for Southeast Asian Youth Program, yeah. we call it popularly known as Kapal mm. uh, I was about 27, I think. I was probably one of the older uh, participants. Mm. Uh, but being the youth leader allowed you to do a lot of things. So mm. it allows you to understand what Brunei was all about and so on. And also, actually, open opens up an opportunity because I couldn't dance, I couldn't sing, I couldn't do all those things. Uh -huh. So I became the narrator or the MC, ah, you know. Okay. And and when we did our show uh, locally, 
uh, one of the RTB people actually approached me and said, do you want to come to RTB and do a voice test? And I said, okay. He said, for what? You know, just do a voice test. So I went to RTB, I did a voice test, uh, and apparently I passed it. Uh, so and, and it was to be a newsreader. Yeah. So you do have that voice. I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, so what? What happened was so you know once they they approve you as a part time newsreader, it wasn't highly paid though. It was only about twenty dollars per session. I mean, I wasn't like I said, I wasn't yeah. in for the money. Uh, but I thought, wow, this is interesting, you know, being in. The, but I, what I realized was the, the, you know, what I could get out of it. Because what happened was that you had to do voice training, so they actually tell you how to do voices and so uh. on, you know. So uh, then, of course, after that, you go on the news. I, I did that for about three or four years. I was actually on the radio. Mm. Uh, the time wasn't fun. Uh, I think the news reading at that. The morning stage was about 6.15 in the morning. Okay. Uh, afternoon was about 12.30. Mm. And at that time, the top office, I was in top at that point. The top office was in the current BIBD building. Bandar. The Bandar. Okay. And then the the studio was across the RTB oh, studio. Yeah. yeah. So so if I had to do the 12.30, I had to run literally <laughs> from... Because, because the problem the problem to have 12.30 news is that is at 11:45 and even at 12 o'clock they're still there typing it oh. you know so and and oh, yeah, and because it is fresh news it then. is uh, yeah so and again like i said you know it wasn't the technology of today today you can just get you know <laughs> they, they got ipads now you know <laughs> yes. in literally you had to get the paper mm. and there have been times when i waited at the newsroom for about 12:15 and then rushed down to the studio oh so studio God. so uh, you know it was interesting time mm. and i was supposed to go on television uh, i was supposed to do the tv news mm. but by then i was the deputy at the top and my wife was saying that are you really sure you have the time to do yeah, all this you know yeah. so i was thinking to myself yeah yeah maybe i'll just stop here so i i stopped but what was useful about the voice training and so on so when when you become more senior when i became a director when i became deputy permanent secretary, permanent secretary and so on you had to give a lot of speeches mm. so those helped actually you yeah. know the training that i had helped so i i wouldn't say i was one of the better ones but i understood you know how to give speeches yes, you yeah. know simply because i was I was trained by RTB, yeah. so that's something good which came out of Similar that. Similar to when you wrote articles for Brunei Times, yeah. now you know how to get the reader's attention yeah. the first, by the first paragraph. Yeah. I love so, that, that you yeah. learn and you, you implement you, you, it yeah. in your everyday life. You, you, you learn all these things. This is, this is what life is all about. Yeah. You, you never stop learning. You, you never know? stop learning. The, the only problem is that if you don't want to listen to the people who's teaching you. Mm. So life is always full of, life is always full of, of you know, especially for me, it's, it's, it's just full of journeys. Mm. You know, so I, I enjoyed my life. Um, I don't regret, you know, ever you know, the losing anything. But yeah. Mm. But um a lot a lot of those things. I mean like I spent a whole year when I did I did my masters at Harvard. I mean that was like a whole year of different life, you yeah. know. So you never really thought about it. Yeah. Uh in fact that was even interesting because I I never ever wanted to <laughs> I was you know, you never really want to apply to all these kind of places. I mean, you're just like <sighs> you just 
you know, is it even worth it to get there? You know, so were you married already at this point? I was married. Uh, oh. What happened was that um, I was I was sort of in, in the middle of my career. Okay. Uh, and I, my, you know, everybody was doing the masters. That you know, Brunei government was generous. Uh, you know, in giving out scholarships, uh, sorry, in service in service trainings. Mm. So I really didn't want to apply. So and then it was my wife who encouraged me. I think cuba sijanya mana tahunya. So I applied, uh, and then I applied, and the director, director general, called me up and said, "I don't like the place that you are applying to because mm. I applied to my old university to yeah. do my masters." Yeah. And he said, "I want you to try all these other places." Yeah. Yeah, he gave me this. Ivy League list of things. And I said, wow. I said, I said, okay, you know, okay, if you don't want me, you know. So, I applied. So, actually applied to Harvard, and then um, you know, you have to write the You have to write actually. Uh, they actually come and interview you. They actually send a person to Brunei to interview oh, you. Wow. Yes, that's how serious they Does take it. Does that still happen until today? I, you know, I, I don't know. But man, okay. Today, they don't have to. I mean, oh, today, yeah, they today, can do Zoom yeah, calls. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. But in those days, they actually came. Wow. So it came. Uh, I don't know. I must have impressed the, the, the interviewer. Yeah. Uh, you know, did all the whatever necessary things. You know? So the chef said, you have been accepted. I was thinking to myself, oh, wow. You wow. know, <laughs> I never even thought about Actually, going there in the first place, I never even thought I was going to be accepted. Yeah. So yeah, so there you are. So, so you, you know, lived. Um, in I I stayed I stayed in the Harvard. Actually, is located in a city called Cambridge, which is just okay. outside of Boston yeah. in Massachusetts. So for a, year, for a whole there. year, I mm-hmm. stayed there. Uh, my wife didn't come with me. She she came during the holidays. So yeah, yeah. but it was an enjoyable time because you going back. You know, to being a student yeah. and so on, and 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 I guess doing it at Harvard makes it a, makes it different simply because, you know, the people, is is the, the classes are scary, mm. because uh, a lot of them are graded based on your uh, performance in class, not exactly on your performance in exams. Yeah. So that means, oh. so that means for every class you have to do a lot of contribution. So. Yeah. This is where if you get to watch American movies where people actually put their hands up and so on. So this this is this is exactly what happened. Exactly like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah. So you really literally have to because if you don't, you can fail. Oh. So it's not so much whether you get an A for your exam. So if you don't participate in class, this participation in class was essential. So you're really, really forced to to come out and you know, think about your class, you know, not just <laughs> <laughs> just sit there. Yeah, no, just sit there. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different kind of environment. So it, it makes really you Yeah, it makes you it makes you different in the sense that, you know, you know, every class scares you. It's like, oh, okay, okay, the next class. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about? Yeah. You know, did I read enough last night? You know, can I make a contribution to this? Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of thing? Mm. Yeah. Was it difficult for you? Because like I know a lot of like Bruneians aren't used to that kind of environment. We're it very was. shy yes. in nature. So what, what Harvard did was, uh, they actually understood that problem because okay. uh, we had a number... We had a number of uh, what they they called them they called them the Commonwealth the British Commonwealth Ooh. so we we have this thing where you know where you are lectured to you just sit down and listen mm. so they actually told us to come uh, two months before the the program started um. so there's a whole bunch of us who came from these so called mostly British countries uh, so they we actually spent a whole month learning how to become an American student wow. so you know yeah yeah. And, and so then, that's like sort of like the orientation. Yeah. So, but it wasn't a short orientation. It was a very oh, long wow. orientation. Yeah. Wow. 
So, you know, you're literally forced to put up your hands you so that you come up of your comfort zone. Yes, so, yes. And then, and, then, and then we spent an extra month mm. uh, studying with what, what they call mature students, people who have, you know, who have left school for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. we had two extra months just before 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 the actual program started so i've been i've been so this has this is how it was a full year for me mm. but that was, those were useful i mean i mean american in that sense the society was was um, worried about discrimination and so on so even even for some some of the classes which i took the exam was we were given half an hour longer because we are not English speakers oh. so they gave us a half an hour so, so they're considerate in that yeah sense. yeah so i was like Okay, and some of my 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 friends actually took advantage. Of I was looking at it. I said, "You can speak English better than oh the Americans." <laughs> just just because you're not, you know, well, we got this half an hour. We're going to take yeah, it. Yeah. You know, so take advantage of the yeah, perks, yeah, right? So yeah, so that kind of thing. So it was interesting. The the this, the the Harvard system was interesting because one of my friends was struggling. She she she. She brought three kids along with her, okay. and she was looking after the kids. And she was also trying to, and then one day I saw I saw someone was with her, uh, and she said, "No, this is this is a tutor provided by Harvard. Mm. So when 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 they see you struggling, you're not doing well. They actually provide assistance to you. Oh and she had God. she had someone who was sort of you know, I said, "Wow, I didn't realize you know the resources that they spend on on doing this. Yeah. But the, I guess, I guess more because I think." Um, well, first, I think they're trying to protect their 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 you reputation. know their reputation and so on. Yeah. So they don't want people to fail, you know. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. So which I thought was an interesting concept because the American concept, which I, I I don't quite honestly speaking, I mean I shouldn't say this, but I don't quite agree with some of the things they do. Okay. But but I like the way they approach education. Yes. You know, I like I like the way I they do. Agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, and I, 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 still, I, I loved it. I mean, it, it, even at the place where I was studying, we had this place called the Crying Corner. Oh my God. Yeah. So there was this garden. You know, they put benches and so on because they know students come under pressure. You know. <laughs> I so, know. Yeah, laughing, yeah. But it's like the fact that there's a dedicated space. Yeah. So it was <laughs> like saying, you know, if you if you're gonna cry, go there. Yeah. So you know, you might find people there who's willing to comfort you and yeah. so. And I thought. Wow, you know, I never they really, really yeah. thought of it in every aspect, in, yes. in, in terms of like socially, yeah. like and human um, yeah. psychology, like to provide that space. So it's, oh my god, I yeah. Love that. So we don't we don't have that here. I mean, we, yeah. you know, we don't have that. We here. have a huge shame culture. Yeah. So this 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 here. is what's worrying because I remember the first thing we had to do when we were at Harvard. It's not so much about about you know. Um, we said, okay, we're going to have a psychologist talking to you today. Yeah. I said, okay. You know, so he was actually talking about what we were all facing. And and I thought that was interesting because here we will say, you know, okay, the library is over there, you know. The, no, no, no. We said, we know we have a problem because you just arrived here. We know we are having a first time because, mm -hmm. you know, your family is not here, your children is not here, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And I thought, wow, you know, that that's what struck me about the American system of, how compassionate some of the you know the institutions are. I I don't know whether it goes on for all institutions, yeah, but yeah. Harvard certainly did. You know, so so Harvard's not so much about an education for me in the sense of what I learn. Mm. 
In fact, in fact, I remember um, I we only allowed to do uh, what we call eight credits or eight modules. Mm. So that means basically you take four subjects in your first semester, four subjects in the second semester. Ah. I took six in the first semester, okay. and I registered for five in the second <clears throat> one. Uh, I had the general. They had somebody who you know become your personal tutor, and mm. she called me up and said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I said, "I said I came here to learn." But you know, you got you did six credits already in your first module. You only need two yeah. in this module, you know. Why are you taking five? Wow. I said, and your six were you getting A's, you know. I mean, what were you trying to do? You know, I said, mm. I said, I came here to learn. And then she told me, you know what she told me? She said, you cancel all those, all those. Just take the two, spend the time, go to the museums, go to the, you know. That's what she told me. And she said. It's not so much about education, you know. It's not, there are other things for you to learn. And I was looking at her and said, you know, I mean, I came from this culture where you're like, you need all these things, yes, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I said, no, no. So, oh yeah. So, visit Shout the museum. Yeah, her. yeah. Visit the museum, she yeah. said. I was like thinking, okay, you know, this is, a, this is, a, I remember, uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember her actually. She she was a professor. Mm. She died already. Uh, but but you know um, the, the way she says it, it, education is not just about attending classes. Education is about everything. Yeah. You know. So this again, you know, I I don't learn. I don't remember what I learned actually in Harvard. But, I mean, I could go through all my notes and say yeah, it's all there. Yeah, yeah. But the the things I learn are not the education. The things I learn, yeah, yes. things I learn are things like this. Yeah. So we tend to focus so much about getting you know phds masters and so on you know those eventually in today's world they are useful yes yeah. but they're not the end of it i mean you don't you don't you can get you you can go you know places without it mm. but the most important thing is actually it's not about education it's about how you bring yourself up you know how, how do you bring yourself to 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 do whatever you want to do mm. And that's that's and that's that's a real life lesson that you need to learn. Assalamualaikum. Hi everyone. I want to take this chance to remind you to hit the like button, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. Talking to your friends and family about Easy Does It helps us reach new listeners who may enjoy the show as much as you do. And as you know, we recently launched our crowdfunding campaign to keep the show going, but this is entirely optional. Those who are willing and capable can transfer however much into the bank account in the description box below. And as usual, I want to thank you for your incredible support and hope you enjoy the show. You know, in today's world, I think we spoke about this before the recording. Mm. Uh, we talked about, you know, people worrying about age yes. and so on, you know, because you have to reach a certain something by the certain age. Yeah. Simply because the rules dictate you. So if you if you, if you you uh, want to do your master's here in Brunei, you have to do it before the age of 30 because after oh. the age of 30, you have to pay for the tuition fees and so oh. on. So, you know, there are certain age things which you need to do. Yeah. But we also look at age in the sense of oh my god you know some of the questions I get they say oh my god I'm 30 plus you know I'm not married yet mm. I said why you know okay probably the, the biological thing is there but, mm. but generally I said why why should we be pressured by, by time yes. why should we be pressured by society why should we be pressured by all this you know, live your life. Enjoy it. I mean, you know, I, I enjoyed the best of my life. I'm 60 years old. I mean, you know, I don't regret anything. Mm. You know, um, if you don't do it, you don't do it. Yeah. 
So you you really have to do all these things all by yourself. It's just it's just a matter of of you. It's just you versus you. It's not you versus people. Yeah. You know. So this is what I keep saying. You know, mm. you versus you. Mm. I I did my PhD, of course, obviously. You yeah. know, I, I teach at university. So mm. even though I don't really have to do it, I did it. Uh, but my mind partly was because my wife paid for it. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. So what what happened was uh, when I first started to do my PhD, I just wanted to, you know, they allow you to pay by installment. Okay. You can, you can, you can, yeah, you can actually pay it uh, per semester. Mm. And my wife was looking at me and said, and my wife was looking at me and said. If you're gonna do this, I have a feeling you might not want to finish it, <laughs> you know, because I was going into it with the sense that okay, if I if I can, you know, if I if if it's tough, I'll just stop it and yeah, I won't yeah. lose much. Yeah. And she said, "How much is it?" I said, "It's nine thousand oh, dollars." So the next day, she gave me a check during breakfast. I said, "This is my contribution. You know, I I will never be able to do my own PhD, oh, but I want you to finish your PhD." So I went. I went to university and paid it off. So yeah. So actually, the PhD is hers in that sense. You know, um, she. It was a gift. It was a gift. Uh, it was. I know. She was. My wife was. It's like that. See, she's. Uh, she. She didn't finish her university either, but uh, you know, she. She's always on the lookout for all these things. So. Even up, even when she was, uh, she had lung cancer before she died. So she yeah. was suffering for about three years. But industrious, um, so she was staying at home. She couldn't do much because you know it, it, it. She had to rest. Yeah. So every now and then, I would get a text from her and said, uh, "Can you can you transfer this amount to you know?" It was always a charity of something. So she would be like, "You can transfer this money," you know. So yeah, so she did that. Uh, I think the last the last one the last big one she did was she actually contributed to a mosque. Somewhere I think I don't know how much she paid. Like, I never really asked her how much she actually. I know. So when she died, uh, the the people there texted me and said uh, the whole mosque uh, did the yasin and the tahlil for her. So, oh so she, yeah, she was one of those things, you know. Mm. Yeah, but like I said, you know, you life is life is always. It depends on how you live your life. Yeah. So age wise and so on. But the funny thing was, um, after she passed away, quite a number of people was asking me whether I should, you know, whether I'm considering moving on and so on. I said, I said, um, not really, you know. I mean, uh, the funny thing is, your scene is now what I, you know, we talked about this. With your scene is single and available now, you know, in that sense. So, yes. I, so it's it's a different life. It's yeah. a different life. So yeah. I've I. You know, in the early days of NGL, people was asking, you know, do you want to go out and have coffee with me and so on. Oh. So eventually, I did. I did. Yeah. I did do that. Yeah, she I did, said yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I did do that. So, um, but it's always with my. I mean, we were married for thirty-one years, so it's really hard to forget. You know, what thirty-one years is like. Mm. It's always a comparison between, you know, what what would the next person would be like what yeah. her what she would be, she would have been and so on yeah. but quite a number of people also advised me said don't compare because you can never get the same one mm. um, I said okay that's that sounds like a good advice mm. but uh, it's 14 months now so you know like I said you know it's not it's not easy uh, I beginning to enjoy my life as a single person yeah. uh, you know half half Go out to Sampurna Inak, you know, she didn't. Am I allowed to say a certain so, yeah, restaurant? Okay. 
I know not TV news. We don't we don't say we don't say all this business now. So I you know sometimes at one o'clock in the morning, you know that kind of thing. So I wouldn't have been able to do that if I have a wife with me. So. But then, then, but then the the downside to that, I wouldn't be doing that if I had a wife with me too. So you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So it's one of those things. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah. You're describing life in that yeah. sense. I actually, uh, honestly, I did have someone uh, sort of that I could talk to and so on. So it it helps through your grief. So when you're grieving, it actually helps to have, uh, you know, your family around. Mm. But I was lucky enough to find a friend uh, uh, who, who, who I could sort of talk to yeah. and she could talk to me. Mm. But uh, yeah, so th- that helped in that yeah. sense. So, yeah. But unfortunately, you know, um, I, I guess, I guess, uh, she moved on as well, so okay. so you know, so that 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 is enough. So in that sense, grieving, uh, grieving is helped by by helping by having people around you. Yeah. So yeah. that that sort of helped a lot. Mm. So you know, so many many of these things. Uh, so many of the questions that we have about life is more, I don't know, about the philosophy of life. I guess you know. And I guess I guess one of the things which people also forget is that how old I am, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said that at the very beginning, sixty yeah. years old, you know. Um, I'm really wondering what to do with it, you know. So yeah. in the, in that sense, uh, what else can I do? You know, yeah. what else is out there? Uh, but always, always, it's always been, how do I help people? How how do I, you know? You don't really need at my age. I don't really need that much money. I mean, as long as I can do my living and so on, mm. and so, you know, I'm I'm happy where I am. I don't really. There's really nothing for you to buy. I go to the shop. I go to the department store. I looked at things and I said, you I, don't need- I, there's nothing that I need. You yeah. know. Yeah. Really, there's nothing that I need. Wow. I mean, the only place I go to is supermarket, you know. But now that now that I'm alone, basically, even supermarket is really like, mm. you know. So. You, it's a different kind of life compared to what most people would, you know. You, yeah. I need new clothes or whatever. Yeah. I, so I don't need one. Yeah. So, really, really, it's trying to fill up your time, True. and then it's even worse now that I finished my PhD. So, I at least you know I I go back to writing. Mm-hmm. I go back to running my own companies and so on. So mm-hmm. that sort of help. Yeah, yeah, to keep you busy. Yeah, this all helps keep you busy. Wow. So it's the little things that that really drives you now. Mm. But to find a big thing at the moment, uh, I don't really know. I mean, I should, but I have not focused. I mean, a lot of things that you can actually do, mm-hmm. but I don't have the energy to do them just yet. You know, mm. probably give me about a year or so. Probably we find the energy to do a lot of yeah, other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just relax now first and enjoy yeah. yourself. The only problem is that when you're all alone, relaxing is not easy, True. you know. So, it's so always thinking about certain things. Mm. Uh, I I I don't I don't watch movies. I don't I don't do a lot of things which people find interesting. Okay. So that makes it harder. I mean, the only movies I watch probably would be on Netflix. Mm. But even then, you 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 choose whatever you need to watch. So yeah. anything else, okay. I read. But my problem with reading is that. 
you've read so many things. So sometimes when you come across a book and say, okay, this is, looks interesting, then halfway through you realize this is just a rehash of something which I've read yeah. a long time ago. You know? <laughs> I bet so, you read so many yeah, books also. So, <laughs> so you're just like, okay, that's it. No, that book's gone. Move on. Uh, yeah, yeah, so this this is one of the difficult things in life. Really, really nothing much. So now, now I get to do uh, interesting things like some organizations would approach me. Can you can you sort of help us coach? Send you so, I would do that. But but again, you know, it's not that many. But yeah. you know, enough to keep me going. Mm. Yeah. So you know, you do get paid and everything. Yeah. Mm. Extra money. You yeah. know. So at least there's something. Uh, my son is is doing his masters at the moment in 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 you know in Tellus University in KL. Ah. So again, you know, so you do need the funding to. To pay for his education and so that those extra money helps. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's your relationship with your son like? Uh, well, we only have him, so so you know, so we are very very close. So he would text me every day, "How are you? What's going on?" You know, mm. but uh, I I I get, but he he gets updated through my WhatsApp stories anyway. Oh, so, I know, love that. Yeah, so my la. yeah, so my WhatsApp story and then so on. My my mother actually does that. Uh, my mother is eighty years old, uh, so, and then sometimes uh, her maid would ask my maid and say, "What what's happening? How come he's not posting?" You know, it's like okay, okay yeah, so yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I usually post every day, but sometimes when I get too busy, so oh, I'm too ill or whatever. That's when she asks. Okay. So I so, said. So I said, I said the two mates are asking. Then my mate would say, "Anunya, anunya, mum, mum, tanya nya, kenapa dada anunya?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, aduh. <laughs> so you know, so my mum watches out for my WhatsApp stories. So yeah. my son watches out for my son. So I do my WhatsApp stories more for for the families around yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so because they're the ones who have your number. Yeah. yeah. So they're the ones. Who, you know, so. Uh, quite a lot of people have my number actually. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my WhatsApp story get about like two hundred viewers. You know, yeah, too many people are watching watching it. But I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, those are the ones with the blue ticks. Oh. Uh, the one with the grey ticks, like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The grey ticks don't don't show up on that number. Oh, oh no, they don't. The okay. your WhatsApp story is only. Uh, I mean, the number of viewers that you see on your WhatsApp story are only those are people with the blue ticks. Okay. So the grey ticks actually watched it, but without you realizing it. Oh. Uh, I I first came across it when someone who was not appearing in the blue tick asked mm. me, yeah, eh, yeah, what happened here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I thinking, eh, how come you watching this? You oh. know, that, that's when I realized the uh. grey ticks watched it as well. So I don't really know how many grey ticks are there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, because yeah. I'm not on WhatsApp story, so <coughs> that's very interesting to know. Yeah, um, WhatsApp story is good. I mean, it's it's like, it's like the angel. It's it's the twenty four hour thing. After twenty four hours, it disappears. So that's what I like about it. You yeah. know, it doesn't it doesn't stay it doesn't there. Stay. It stay there. Yeah. So you know, so even if you make a controversial comment, twenty four hours it really long. And people so, you know, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Life wow. is fickle. Life yeah. is fickle. It's like I said, you know, when COVID happens, I had 12,000 views. I don't know where the 12,000 views are now, you know. Yeah. So I don't think they're the same group mm. that doing my NGL at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, because yeah. you're constantly attracting new people yeah. based on the stories that you share. Yeah. Do you remember, like, Macham, when was it? Because right now I checked, you have about 45,000 followers. Yeah. That's like more than a lot of the influencers we have now. It's pretty insane. Yeah, so, so, 
I don't really know how the number comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. one day you open your IG and suddenly it's like yeah. past 10k, past 20k, past yeah. 30k. How, do, how do you feel in that moment when you I, experience that? Well, it's it's not the first time. I mean, the Blogspot also did it. Yeah. So I, it just gets a sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you worry that there's 45,000 people now following you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also you also safe in the sense that not all of them are following you at the same time. True. So again, you know, probably be a bulk of about twenty thousand or so. Mm. Yeah, but the the question of responsibility comes into mind. Mm. So that means you have to make sure whatever you're posting is out there is, in the sense that you know, um, you you're like a museum director. Mm-hmm. You know, we curate our content. information, our information. content, and so we just make sure that the content is out there. Mm. But at the same time, you don't want to disappoint. Yeah. You know, you don't really want to. Not that you're trying to keep them or track them or whatever, but you just don't want to disappoint the people who are already there. Yeah. So I try to make the content more interesting. Mm. Uh, the forty-five thousand are people who actually follow the postings. Okay. The people who follow the the stories are different. Mm-hmm. So if you if you check through the because I I am I mine is on a business, I know IG. Okay. So they actually give you more the information than analytics, the analytics oh, and yes, so on. So yes. I actually see them. Yeah, yeah. So so the f- people who follow me on my stories are actually different from the people who follow me on my postings. So that's the interesting bit. Different know. demographics. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's some some people. Some people who 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 ask me questions, I said it's in the posting. Mm. And and they will say which one. So that means they never read the posting. Oh. They just came there just to watch the stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's why yeah. I said you know. So it's a oh. different. It's a different world. So I don't know the numbers for the for the posting. So the uh, sorry numbers for the for for the stories. That yeah. would be a different number. That's a different number. Yeah. yeah. From all of the questions that you received on your NGL, what would you say is The a common theme that you always receive, it's it's hard to say because you see when when a question comes up when 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 I go through the questions every day, mm. there would be like okay I in in a sense in a sense you're like a reporter yeah I say okay what's what's the theme for the day yeah. So you would set it up, and then suddenly a whole flurry of stories would come up to oh that. My God, yeah. So that means I remember once we were talking about uh, I don't I can't remember what it was. <laughs> too many stories, but but something something which sort of triggered people off, mm. and then you get like hundred texts just talking about that thing. You know, oh, it happens to me too. This oh, is my experiences. Or, yeah, or, yeah, 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 that, that kind of thing. Chain. Yeah, so the reaction. Chain. So yeah. that would go on for like. Two or three days, know. you know, and and actually it's up to me to stop it, you yeah, know. Yeah. So sometimes I would just say, okay, enough of this, you know, because you know I, I get people who are like, you know, I remember one we were talking about teachers and so on. I remember uh, a non-teacher friend. I think you may want to switch that off now, you know, yeah. be focus on something else because certain certain occupations uh, get. More reactions and others, mm. which I pity because I know I know for instance teachers are under pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know that that there's always been. Uh, they are among probably the most common topic which I receive. Mm. I try not to not, not to post about them too much, 
uh, because I not that you know um, I I pity them in the sense that, but some of the some of the institutions also have their own complaint page, okay. so you could actually go there yeah, and do yeah. it yourself. As but, in, people are complaining about teachers, or teachers are complaining. Uh, it's mostly about I think the 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 amount of work which teachers have to do and oh, so on. Oh, I think know. I yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, that that's a lot. I I don't know what. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about okay, <laughs> with okay. many ministry and so on. But of course, obviously, you know. Uh, but, you know, some certain occupations are prone to uh, problems. So to say, to say if there is any one particular topic which is common, I would say there are many common topics which goes on in Brunei. Mm. And a lot of that time, a lot of the time is more personal. Mm -hmm. It's actually pressure which people face in life. Mm. You know, um, a lot of it is, they just, they just don't have a way to express themselves. Yeah. So, you know, so the, yeah. That's very it. It's very interesting to me in a sense where because I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, right? Like, you basically have an insight to how life truly is unfiltered, uncensored yep. in Brunei, and it must you must feel such an immense pressure because some of the things that are directed to you are the things that you know you cannot you're not able to help because of mm. sensitivity issues yeah. or like it could get you in trouble or it could get someone else in trouble. Like, so I, 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 I want to say I understand how you feel, <laughs> but I cannot. I can only imagine. Yeah. And for you to also feel like you want to help, mm. but you're unable, unable to. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, but one of the things which you actually find, you know, um, is that people sometimes don't need help. What they just wanted to know was, I have a problem, you know, I just want to share my problem. And that's, 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 you know, that's where the pressure comes in because, you know, when you live alone or rather when you live with your family, sometimes you can even talk to, you know, I've got, I've got Texas. I can't even talk to my husband, you know, my husband's not listening to me, you know, yeah. if I raise this, it's going to be an argument, that kind of thing. Oh. So you, and and I guess I'm feeling that who else can she talk to? Yeah. You know, and so she put it out on this NGL and say, I've got this problem, I've got this thing, this thing. She was not expecting an answer. She because, just yeah, she just wants to release it. Okay. You know, so uh, you know, I, I when I look through the demographic, I've got actually more women viewers than men. I think it's about 56 to 44 or something like that mm. so you know so i'm seeing there's a lot more women out there who have issues uh you know i don't blame them mm. because i think in the way that our society our culture works and so on mm. but a lot of the time i find that they just can't express themselves True. you know and 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 that's that's for the older one yeah. for the younger ones would be like students or young people who have problems with their parents and so on yeah. so you know so these are these are some of the people that you see who have problems and really really sometimes for the younger ones it's easier because they're asking for advices what can I do what should I do and so on you know but for the older ones it's so much you know I'm not asking for help but just I just want you to know and I wish my husband in some sense my feeling is that she wishes wishing her husband is reading that yeah you know so 
it's, it's always, you know, you don't want to be cooked up, you know, it's like a pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. You yeah. just need to boil. Oh, you need, no. you know. it's, it's a pity. It's a pity. Seriously, yeah, it's I, I wish, yeah, it's, and it's unhealthy too, yeah. yeah. So, seriously, sometimes I wish I could just go out there and, you know, let's, let's give you a hug, you oh. know. That's, that's all they need sometimes. They just need somebody to sort of, and, and in that sense, I fulfill that role simply because they see me as an older person. You know, uh, you know, um, you know, most, a lot of the text would start with uncle and so on, which I thought was okay. It's yeah. kind of cute. You know, yeah. So I don't know whether I, I don't want to be the nation's uncle in that sense. I mean, I do, uh, but you know, if it's just, if you just want me to listen, yeah, sure. I'll do that. So that's, 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 that's the kind of messages you get your angel and so on. Mm. So a lot of the time I stop trying to, to say anything. Probably I'll just say, you know, may Allah help you, may Allah is you and so on. So mm. that's all the messages that I will just put up. Just say, you know, mm. I, I, you know, I feel you basically, you know, but there's really nothing I can do about it, you know. And some of the, some of the times that I wish I could say something like, you know what you should have done? You shouldn't even have married the guy, you know. <laughs> but I can't say that. If only you yeah, can. <laughs> yeah. So I can't. I can't say things like that, you know. These things could have been avoided if, if you had done, you know. You you let love blinded you. You left all these things. I couldn't say that. But but that's basically what what some of these things need. So, but the problem is, if I say that, then they say. What's the point? I'm already married, you know. True. So what yeah. what can I do now? You know, yeah. yeah. So you know, so and so much so sometimes to the point I would like to say leave them, mm. but I can't do that either. Yeah. So I said, you know, it's so a it's tricky situation. You yeah. can't tell them what to do because you want them to figure out for themselves. Yeah. And I think before I get to my next point, I how how it's it must have some sort of an effect on you when people just dump their problems on you. Mm. Do you feel like it ever affected your mental health? Uh, I got. I got a few questions which ask me that. Yeah. I, say, I would say the answer is no. I guess. I guess in the sense that I've been, you know, I I work. I work uh, one of the places. I, I I told you earlier. I work in uh, in tub. Yeah. Uh, tub actually has you know does not allow you to to withdraw your your money until you retired and so yeah, on. Yeah. But in the early days there were quite a number of people who actually came up to me and tell me issues about their lives, you know, why I needed this money. Oh. Uh, so, you know, so so I I've I've known, you know, for a while what problems people are having. Then when I was the secretary of the Ministry of Culture, Youth and Sports, you know, welfare is one of our so I would be chairing committees. I would be, you know, we see all these problems, you know, face to face. I've I've seen all these problems. These are nothing new to me. Yeah, so yeah. when I did my NGL, these are just, you know, more personalized experiences of problems yeah. rather than seeing it as a society level. I see it now from a personal perspective. So mm. uh, it didn't it didn't bother me okay. in the sense that your problem didn't bother me. The bother I get is that I can't do anything about it. Okay. So that that's sort of that's the pressure I get, you yeah. know. So where I can help, then I will certainly push it to one of the organization and said, so you know, what can you do with this person? Sometimes we'll just reach out to them and say, can you DM me privately mm. so that you know we could look at this. Mm. So there, there are things which I do, but in general, in general, they just, just want to be out there. Society, you know, there's so much pressure that everyone is facing, you know. 
you're, you're, you're pressured. You have to pass exams, you have to go through schools, you have to pass your university, you have to find work now. So that's again, you know, yeah. that's again a big pressure. Once you find work, you have to, you have to get married. It's all this. So you get pressures throughout your life. It's just a matter of how much. So you get to meet people on NGL, which comes at, at these various levels, you know, people who can't find work, mm. you know. What can you do to help me? get through you know the interviews and so on so we try to be helpful but there's only certain things that we can do True. so and then i can't find a wife i can't find a husband you know again that's another pressure so when you when you get married you know my husband's not listening to me you know my children are this and that so you know you you get this pressure throughout your life you're lucky if you have a support system that helps you. You're lucky if you have a parents who sort of can you can go to. It's and, a privilege. Yeah, it's a privilege. Yeah. So what happens if you don't have all that? Mm. So sometimes people, people, my friends uh, ask me, why are you attending all these questions, you know? I said, I said, there are many people out there who are not as privileged as you. Oh my God. You, know, you get to go to school, you know, you, you get to get a job. These people can't even find jobs, you know. These people can't even find a husband or a wife or whatever. So I said it's easy for you to talk about from your position. Mm. So you know, some some people were just saying you could. You know, some of these people, some of this, some of these things are Googleable. I mean, you can Google them. Yes, yeah. I said, I said, do they know? Do they know how? You know, even Googling is not easy because you get like, you know, hundreds and thousands of informations out there. But which one you want to look out for, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you're not educated enough, or you you're probably at that point in time your life is so messed up, you know, you you don't really know what to look out for. Mm. And I guess in that sense the angel helps. So yeah. you know, so to get a focus direction of anything, you know, like someone direct. Yeah. So you know. So again, again, like I said, you know, being the elder person, people just go to you and said, oh, you're the elder person. Mm. Please help me. You know, you must know something. Yeah. yeah so. And, and and that's the pressure in some sense for me too. Because I said, you know, what can I do? Have you ever been invited to motivational talks in schools? I've done a couple, but not so much on motivation. I think in the, in the early days, I, it was because uh, normally the English departments would call me okay. to do because of writing and so on. Okay, how about but, after the uh, angel? The angel, no. no. I, I, I feel had, like huh? people should. If this is the actual, you know, if there's a lot of students reaching out to you asking for <laughs> advice yeah you know, I, I i don't know really because because schools have their own systems and so on and the, uh, the ministry have its own set of counselors i'm not trained as a counselor that's one okay so you know whatever advice i give it's is not so from your... uh, strictly from my personal experiences and so on so i'm not trained as a counselor mm. so that that again you know that again probably limits what i can do or i can say so it it like you know for for just just because I've spent I've lived longer on this earth yeah uh, that's about the only thing that yeah. I have going for me. Oh. It's not so much about whether you're cleverer you it's just that you're more experienced mm. you know you've seen all this and it, it also helps simply because I've gone through many different kind of agencies and so on, mm. and I also live a different kind of life you know I live in a hostel. 
Uh, I know what it's what it feels like to be bullied. You know, I know what it feels like to live alone and that kind of thing. Okay. So, so that that sort of helped me in answering some of the questions, which yeah. you know. So when you have your own personal experience to go back to, yeah. you know how it feels. Yeah. yeah so now, you did know. you mention that you've lived alone and you've experienced bullying? Yeah. Do you think those are the experiences that? developed your empathy and compassion because it does take a lot of patience for someone to be receiving all these questions about other people's personal lives sometimes like for me whenever mm. like my friends um go to me for advice yeah it depends on my mood at the time sometimes yeah. i can be compassionate <laughs> but if it's repetitive i'm like can yeah. you just yeah i know like deal with it <laughs> like your problem is actually not as yeah. big as you make it seem you know I, I guess i guess it depends on I, I think mine is so much of i think it's your dna basically yeah so you've always been yeah. a nurturing yeah so person. it's always been that kind of i, I didn't want it to be I, i don't think i believe i wanted it to be of anything it's just that it's there mm. uh and also i spent 30 years in government i mean i couldn't just say go away you know so you learn you learn how to answer questions you learn you learn how to you know yeah. tell people politely. i mean you out of yeah you know. <laughs> so, you know, so, so you're a rare breed there are many things which drive you i mean for me it's basically for experiences you know where you work and so on so and also because of you yourself mm. because i i know what it feels like uh you know worrying about things I know what it feels like. We, we, I mean, our family is okay. We well, uh, but we're not. You know, we we've seen wealthy families and so who don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. So in our case, and and also because most of the time, you know, I will live in a hostel, uh, even though we've got friends and everything. But it's not the same as being. It's not like today's hostel where you can actually contact your parents. In those days, it's like once you go away you go away you, you know? don't see them until yeah, yeah yeah don't see them until you come back and so on mm. so you know so those were the days oh. and you don't call there's no calls you know so in the in those days when you disappear you disappear yeah so th those were the kind of situations which you face mm. in today's world you never really i mean I, my son uh, you know have when, access to you yeah whenever he yeah. wants yeah. so he'll just go do a quick text i need this i need this you know mm. can you help me look up for this So, so those are the things which you can do now, but back then you can't do. Yeah, there's no way, you know. Oh my uh, god! So that that's the kind of upbringing you have. Yeah. So when when things are different, mm. so now I can see. Now the worst thing today is what's happening today is that people are in contact everywhere. Mm. You've got friends, you've got relatives, but suddenly you realize that you can even reach out to them. Do you realize that? Yes. You can you can reach out to them. You've, you've got all these problems. Who do I talk to? You know, which of my friends I can talk to without oh God, safely? Crazy. You know. Yeah, yeah. So this this is this is what's happening. I mean, mm. this this is what's driving the angel. You know, we got a lot of these people who are not able to speak their mind to each other. You know, especially when you can even speak to your husband, you know, or your wife, for that yeah. matter. So it's worrying. So you've got all this pressure being cooked up in the world of you know communication, in the world of information, and suddenly you can't. This is the drawback. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't do that because because yeah, there's so much. There's uh, unlimited access that you actually don't know where to look for yeah. it and where to start and who to speak yeah. to. Yeah, and that's that's the worrying bit. Who can you safely talk to, without you know people saying. It's your fault, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you can't do that. 
So I kasihan. Really, really, sometimes I I pity you know. I especially I pity and I, I know the young wives out there. You know, who probably by now regretted who they married. You yeah. know, you, you know they have children and so on. And you know you you got questions like my husband is not giving me nafkah. Oh, there was a big topic about nafkah at one stage. Oh you know God. that kind of questions. You know I don't get anything. You know that kind that kind of that kind of text that you receive. I don't get anything. My 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 husband is not paying this. I have to pay for this and so on. I pity them. Yeah. You know because literally there is you know what can you do? Yeah. You know, the only thing I could say is leave them. But then, you know, what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to your children and so on? So, you got that stage where a lot of people are trapped. Yeah. You know, so they're already trapped in their mind, and they're trapped in their lives. Mm. You know, mm. and if you multiply that across the society, my God, it's quite, it's, it's scary. Whatever. Yeah, it's quite scary. So the problem with that, it it leads to the next generation. You get you get children who are, you know. So and 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 because they go to school, the the teachers now are affected. Mm. So you you got this chain reaction of society yes. happening. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always fear yeah. for because everything starts from your household, your yeah. parents, and your parents also have baggage. Yes. So, how do you think can, can that be dealt with? You feel like <sighs> it's. But there are quite a few people who will actually be able to come out of it. You know, those who are yeah, they don't let their don't, past yeah. define them. But there, there are quite a number of other people who who will just you accept know, their faith, accept it, and so on, and just yeah. moved on. Yeah. So you know, it is worrying because, and I also worry in the sense that some of this, you know, I I'm not blaming systems or anything. Yeah. yeah. But there are people who, when when we did when we started the PKBN. The the national what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know the the one that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent of a national service. Okay. Yeah, uh, the, the where you go to a three months camp, you know, in in Tumburong now. Okay. Okay. So when we first started the program, then we realized that uh, one of the things which, you know, when we started this, we realized that quite a few of these, they're all eighteen and above. Uh, the sixteen and above, I think. I think sixteen and above. Some of them went through the entire education system without learning anything. We we had people who couldn't read and write, or couldn't even say Al-Fatiha and so on. It's kind of scary, you know. They actually they actually people who dropped out completely and not get anything out of their life, you know. Oh my God! So this is why in the Ministry of Culture, Youth and Sport, we started what we call the Pusat Pembangunan Belia, okay. the PPB. The oh, South PPB, Al- I know PPB. Yeah, yeah. PPB, PPB is in Tanah Jambu. Yes. Tanah Jambu. PPB, you know, accepts students to do all sorts of things. Okay. Uh, the only the criteria is they're able to read and write. So, because we know, we realize that there are quite a number of people who actually went through life without, you know, um, for whatever reason, you know, they, they sit down quietly at the back, you know, they get through life, they get passed on and passed on and passed on. And then eventually the school system is over mm. and they get nothing out of it. Mm. So, you know. Uh, PPB, not that I'm, not that I'm trying to do, uh, no, uh, promote. <laughs> promote anything, yeah. but, but PPB, I remember one of the programs we did was we started, uh, heavy vehicles, heavy vehicle driving license. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of people, 
You see, to 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 get a license to to drive a vehicle is quite expensive. Okay. So there's schools doing it, but it's very very expensive. Mm -hmm. So I remember the first group of about twelve students we took in. These are all the unemployed youth, mm -hmm. and we did the the course is only about five weeks or six weeks or so. You know, trying to learn, so paid for by the government. And what we found that was all twelve eventually, all twelve all they all got jobs wow. as heavy heavy. You know, to drive the tankers and whatever, and one of them was actually earning from zero dollar. He was unemployed to earning a thousand six hundred dollars a month mm. with all the overtime. And he was so grateful. You know, wow! You know, I never earned money. Suddenly, yeah. I'm getting thousand six hundred dollars. It was like, That's you know, crazy. yeah. So, so, so I was thinking to myself, some of the solutions are quite easy. In yeah. other words, you know. Heavy vehicle because we got a lot of foreign drivers actually doing heavy vehicle that could be done by locals, Bingo. you know. Uh, but but of course, this has what we call barriers of entry simply because it's not easy for you to get uh, heavy goods. I mean, it already costs you money even trying to get you a driving license. Yeah. But a heavy goods vehicle is average. Yeah, it's even more. Yeah. So there's some of these things which, you know, some of the solutions uh, I would say low hanging fruit. So it's yeah. not that hard to get. But we do need to get something done. In other words, we have to organize it. We have to do something about it. The only problem is it's going to cost you, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and the difficulty with it, we are trying to deal with a whole range of society. How do we deal with everyone at the same time? Mm -hmm. So that's that's a big problem. So, mm -hmm. so these are some of the things we're seeing, you know. But to be able to, to be able to actually handle a lot of this, requires resources, you know. I, I I know we people like we got the Italian Harapan one for one and so on. I don't know how well they're men, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, but sometimes I have a feeling there's not enough people to to handle all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, so people are not reaching out to them. So they're just keeping it to themselves. They're keeping mm -hmm. they they're bottling it up within themselves. So whatever we talked about, it's always been about treasure. So it's pressure of society, pressure mm. of anything, you know. Mm. But the worst thing is the way I see it is that in today's modern world, where you can talk to anybody with your phone, you can connect to anybody, and you can't talk to them. Yeah. And that's the worst part. Mm. You know, you go through life not being able to talk to anyone, but your problem. Mm. And that's that's that's, and that's just scary, you know. Sometimes I feel that too. I wake up, you know, I don't sleep, say, two o'clock in the morning. Mm. There's certain things I want to talk it out to people. But the first question I have to ask myself is that, who can I talk to? Yeah. And the second question I need to ask, can I even talk to them about what problems I'm facing, you know? Sure. So, yeah. yeah, we go through life. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people wake up at three o'clock in the morning and say, you know, and and the worst thing is the the my the the worst thing I I I feel for these people is that they wake up at six o'clock in the morning. It's just another day, you know. This is another day of problem that I have to go through. Yeah, God. it's 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 scary. It's it's sometimes when I said you know I could just I don't know I just like to do a hug service you know come and hug me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing you yeah know. they just need comfort yeah they just need comfort yeah. they just need to know that okay someone's carrying out for me today and so on you know mm. so this is why I said to you know um, I, I have not said it I've, I've said it to a few people I said mm. look when you go to work just hug your wife Nothing, nothing, nothing. You just hug them. You, you know, especially now that I, I miss my own. So you know, 
just act normally in the morning, just before you go to work. You know, you're gonna go your separate ways. You're not really gonna see each other. You know, especially both both of you are working. But that little thing in the morning, you know, that little something in the morning, sort of helped you. So I I think we stop we stop physical hugging, and I wish I wish we do that. You know, we just some 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 problems are not 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 you know, some problems are easy to fix. Yeah, they just they just want love. They just want you to know. Look, you know, talk to me. Mm. Let me know what's happening. You know, can, what can I do to help you? It's not that hard. So if you start to do that at family level, and then if you go to work, you're the, you're the boss, you're the supervisor, and so on. Okay, what's going on? Mm. So what what I used to do, I remember. Uh, I don't know whether it's a good advice to young officers. What I used to do uh, when I was working is that I would get my secretary to prepare me a, a list of birthdays of everybody in the office. Okay. So do it in a month basis. Yeah. So then you look out. Uh, I, I, I used to do what I call, uh, it's an old style of management, which I don't know whether people still do. I, I call okay. it management by walking about. So By walking about. Yeah. So what I do is I get this list and I say, oh, okay, it's this person's birthday today. I always walk about about 10 o'clock in the morning. I would go about walking around the office. Walk around the office, go to everyone's table and say, you know. So it's just a matter of if it's the birthday of that person, just say, oh, happy birthday, you know. Are you celebrating it? It's, oh. it's a matter, it's just a matter of, it's no big deal in the sense that you have all the data. It's just a matter of effort going out of your office oh. and going to them. And then, of course, at the same time, while you're going out, you're seeing you know, people are saying, oh, you know, you've got photos of children. They always have that on their yeah, tables. Yeah, and they do. I say, yeah, so, berapa umurnya, you know, apa tah? And then sometimes you can say, sakit dia tenajinya. And then, of course, the next year you remember, say, okay, sudah, you know. It doesn't take much to be empathic. Mm. It doesn't take much. It's just a matter of willing to go out there. Yeah. So, yeah. and then, of course, eventually over time, they will start to talk about to you and say, Anunya, anu, jamban atunya macam, ah, then of course you get to, you know, that, that thing after. Then you mm. looked after, you know. So once you get to that level, people are happy to open up to you mm. and say, you know, uh, I, I can't come to work today because I'm not rich money. Yeah, say, say, yeah, fine, fine, you know. So, so people are more honest in what they do. So they're not scared of, you know, I've, I've, when I was, when I was working as, you know, when you become permanent secretary and so on, I've got, departments who came up to me and said you know uh, our director is not listening to us that kind of thing which I thought is a pity because you know if you want to have more productivity and so it just doesn't take very long you just you just get your bosses to walk around you just to see what what your people are facing mm. you know you don't know until you actually go down and see mm. what's going on then this is an advice I always give to my young officers I said look you know, just because you happen to have a degree, just because you have to have a job which says pagawa in front of it or pangarah, whatever it is, it doesn't make you any better yeah. if you don't do this. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. people will not approach you. People will not come up with problems to you. Mm. You know, and you will know what you will not know what's happening because True. they don't come up to you. They just they they're just hiding from you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think when you said that, right? Obviously, that's like the better approach. Yeah. Um, but I feel like peop some people who hold positions in like power, they yeah. actually don't want to be seen as approachable. They like being seen as um, I call this manganjong culture. They like to be 
anjongd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like I said, there are two ways of doing this. Mm. I said you can be a disciplinarian and make yourself aloof from everybody else because mm. you're the boss. And I don't know, in some sense, get it done because people are scared of you. Mm. But the other way is what I do. Is that you know, you, you don't want the people to be scared of you. Yeah. You know, it may take a longer time. Some some people complain to me and said, your method is just you know, it's just, it might not you know. I said I said I said you have not tried it. Yeah. So I I I don't know. I I, I guess it depends on upbringing because I've always been. You know, living in different districts and so on. So I've I've known what people are like. Yeah, you, know, you so, know how to adapt. Yeah. So in that sense, in that sense, I know what it feel like, mm. and and that that's why I guess you know, um, if you live in a privileged situation where everything is given to you and so on, so and and you probably might not see that. You probably might just say you know I I get to where I want because I work hard. Mm. Yeah, fine. It's okay for you to get where you are. A lot of the people I speak to, you know, at, at the level, it's not so much about, about we don't care about how you get there. Mm. But the point is, you are there. Help us. Yeah. That's all they're asking. Help us, you oh know. Oh my God, this is very yeah. interesting because I've, I remember having conversations like this with people who um, said that I got to where I am because, yeah. you know, I work hard. Yeah. So like, because of that, they are projecting that to other people who they assume is going through the same thing as they do mm. in the sense where I'm not going to help you because nobody helped me yeah. when I was in that situation. So why should I help you? Yeah. And I think there's a little bit of toxicity in, in that yeah. kind of mindset. Where, But if you're in a position to help someone, why not yeah. extend a hand, right? Yeah. This this is always a problem which people are facing. Sometimes uh, they are come people up, just yeah. angry here. What's going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about society actually yeah. in some sense. It's, it's just that it's just that you know everybody tends to look out for themselves. You know, which I thought is a pity. I mean, it's okay for you to look out for yourself. I don't mind. You know, yeah, you don't yeah, care. Yeah. You you need. I mean, you deserve it. You know, you studied hard. You you should be there. But it doesn't mean that you should. You know, um, treasure the people. You know that's how working for you. Mm. A lot of people actually are happy working for bosses. Yeah. That, that's not an issue. Yeah. Your, your big issue is that you know the bosses are not looking out for them. That's that's what you know. You you earning your three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars. I don't care. I'm mm. only earning my five hundred dollars. That's fine. Mm. You know, mm. but don't make my five hundred dollars any to the point that I don't even want to come to work. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll bust yeah. Uh, so you know, I don't care about you. I don't care about your four thousand. It's so a lot of people are thinking like people hate them because people hate them because they they're not they they're not trying to they're not trying to improve the life of people who are working under them. Mm. That's that's always a problem. Probably so you know, so true. it's it's quite it's quite easy, you know. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of empathy. Mm. I mean, even uh, people say, I can't come because my anak's a kid. Then you start to come up with, can I see the MC? Can I see this? Can I see them? You know. Mm. Sometimes I just say, take the word for it. Sometimes anaknya might not be sakit ke apakah, tapi they have a problem. But what happens if they are nunya? If they take, they will, you will know when people are habitual. Okay. You will know. You will know. Yeah. But the odd ones, the odd ones, you will. I know you. They they wouldn't be like that. I mean, they 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 are genuine. But sometimes because they're so scared of you, they're not even telling you. The so truth, the, yeah. yeah, 
So it's quite scary because, and after a while, you realize there are people who have problems. I mean, especially women. Women, sometimes when they have their, you know, I shouldn't mention this word, but you know, periods and so on. Some of them have it worse than others. Mm. You know, some of them sometimes sekarang the whole day itu sakit kapag you know with PMS and so on. You know, so so you have to accept that there are certain people who are less healthier or have more sensitive problems, more whatever. You know, yeah. there are people like that. So it's just a matter of for you to say, okay, fine. For we know to. One day a, a month, this is what's going to happen to her. This is a no. So it's just a matter of you realizing that. But once you, once you have established that kind of trust, then it's easy. You know, one of the difficulties sometimes, especially in government, where we have to do work late mm. because certain things. But if they don't trust you, nobody really wants to work for you. They will just disappear. Yeah, that's true. So you know, so. A lot of this thing is back to trust. A lot of this thing is back to looking after each other. A lot of this thing is about being able to communicate to one yeah. another. I think respect is also yeah. very important. Yeah, respect is more. Yeah. yeah. But in Brunei, it's quite easy to, in the sense that the respect too comes because of kita ni, we're used to, we're used to, apa ni orang, kalau orang tu tua, orang tu hold position, you know. So we know. To the point we know, kalau macam, even even during wedding invitations and so on, kan, oh, That table is reserved for no, no. You cannot sit there. You know, we sit here. Yeah. You know, we we know our position in society and so on. Ita ita sometimes when 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 your elderly going around. Iya, kenapa kita sini? Iya, soalannya you should be. You know, so we know that kind of position. That respect is that's easy to get. But the point is whether they trust you enough, whether they respect you because of your position or whether they respect you because. They like you. Yeah. It's a different kind of respect. That's true. Yeah, so you know, mm. and and sometimes things are not hard to do. Seriously, things are not hard to do. Um, one of my one of my friends, I know, former ICT Fogama, we were talking once. I said, you know, about Oramitestaka and so on. I said, I said, I don't trust them. Nechmani siya, you. You, if you sedekah to these people, accept it as sedekah. Artinya, if it's not genuine, that's his problem. Yeah. But in your case, you're bagi the magista, you know. So, so itu sejanya. Jangan tadi pikirkan sangatnya about, you know, about what they do with, what it. They do with it. Yeah. Which I thought was a good advice yeah. because we t- because this is why we become distrustful of people, you know. Mm. I don't want to give money to you, but I think you are this and this, you know, which. But if you give money to them, it's up to them lah. If if they're not genuine, then no loss on your part, yeah, you know. Because you can't control. Uh, yeah. Them anyway. So there, there's a lot of things. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things are easy to do. It's just a matter of you, Sindiri, having this empathy. Mm. So it's always back to empathy. Empathy is, I think, to me, as an essential tool. unfortunately, when we do recruits, we don't look into this, bah. We look at your own qualification, you know, your experience, your own yeah. But how do we judge them on, as a person? Yeah, how yeah. do we judge them? We can't judge it. Hmm. Probably we do. We have this call. Uh, we have this psychometric test, and so basically, test is not really a good judge in terms of character. Yeah, it's a good judge in terms of whether this person is a leader, a follower, a team worker, that kind of thing. Hmm. This is this is where empathy comes in. Yeah. You know, whether empathy is or not. Mm. And Eta, uh, one of one of the no, if you could sort of go into Gama, you know, Sadina Omar, let's say when he was the Khalifa, mm-hmm. yeah, he was accused of ano of uh, apa namanya ni of this, 
what do you call this? Ano yung mga bill, yung kerja-kerja niya among your friends and families and so on. Uh, so what for it? Apa? Nepotism? Ah, nepotism. Ah, okay. Tapi, he wasn't doing that. Ia punya, ia punya pengambilan is actually based on how orang itu with his faith. Unfortunately, yang the, the faith ni semua kawan-kawan lah. Because he believed that he started off with ugama. He started off with, if you have a strong ugama, it doesn't matter what position you feel. You can be able to do your job because you believe in something. So, sama journey. So, if we look at empathy as a reason for employment, I'm sure we would turn out into a better society. Itu saja. So, you know, this is something that, frankly, you know, we're not able to fix very quickly lah, because there's no way of judging it. You can only see a person or two yeah. until, you know. Until you so speak to them, you, you get to know yeah, them. Yeah. But empathy, I believe, is a very, a very, a very important trait for any leader to have. That's true. Yeah, for any officer, especially at that level, you need to have yeah. empathy. So once you have empathy, then obviously, sanang tayo how do you get there, you know? Mm. And then, of course, empathy is. People say, "I'm I'm not born to be empathetic." Yeah, you don't have to. You no, know, yeah. yeah, you don't have to be born to be empathetic. It's yeah. just a matter of you for understanding the sensitivity of certain things. Yeah. I'm not asking you to be kind, friendly, kapaka. But the fact is, you know, you wake up in the morning, people are happy to see you come to work. I've got departments. I've got officers. Dulu who come up to me and say. Bila kami melihat keretanya pun sudah kami tungkal banyak. Aduh, yeah. yeah. To that point, ada, yeah. ada. There are some certain offices. I mean, I used, I used to have one. Uh, I wouldn't say di mana. I would say what year. Hmm. They would give it away. Uh, we know to. Belagoro sepintu keretanya to. Tahu tak kami tu? We yeah, can hear it. You know, her, the, yeah. the secretary would just, would just, you know, before we come up to see him, the first thing we have to ask the secretary is, apa nginerinya? <laughs> Aduh, no, that's you know, so bad. Yeah, yeah. And and how do you get things done when 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 you even too scared to to go in and ask, you know? So that's not the kind of office I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the kind of I like the kind of people have a problem and say, "Tuanji, we have a problem. Yeah, yes. can can we solve this? You know?" Mm. So I say, "Yeah." So don't punish them. Don't do anything. It may be their fault, mm. you know. If it's, if you can salvage the whole thing, everything is done. Everything is apa namanya tu? Everything is salvageable. By everything yeah. can be done. By everything yes. can be worked out. It's just a matter of you trusting me, yeah. so that we can do things. Yeah. So you know, mm. and that's what the angel is all about. The angels are just asking, you know, what can what can I I I've got this problem. What can I do? You know. That's all they're asking, yeah. or rather, you know, and even that sometimes I can't help them because there's no way of you. Sometimes I wish I said, "Can you contact me so that we can work something out?" But mm. you know, just said, "Think I'll see you And I, I worry too because there's a lot of this angel which have no answer. True. You know, now now they have stopped it. Like it, they don't have a place for them to express it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So which is a pity, lah. Sayang, you know. I wish, I wish I can continue. I might continue one day, but yeah, not now. Not now. Yeah. Let, let me take my break for yeah. a while. So I just hope this. I can only offer my prayers for those people. Nico. Before we wrap, I just want to go back to your NGL at all. Yeah. I'm going to read the post that you posted, right? Yeah. So basically, you said, it's been a long journey when you first started the NGL. It was a way to fill up your time after your wife passed away. And then you started it 
thinking you would answer questions about Brunei and yep. then slowly it gravitated to you uh, pe- to people asking questions seeking advice yeah. and assistance um and then you talked about the number of visitors and questions you yep. you received so you said here um that caught my attention um there are agencies and staff who hated what you were doing and especially in highlighting issues and their organizations and you also received texts who hated what you were doing right yeah. and then you said one year is long enough to collect friends and enemies so i want to ask you what what type of enemies did you make well uh, i wouldn't say any particular kind of enemies mm. but you can help by get you know i mean i, mean, I was highlighting deficiencies in departments yes. and deficiencies in government organization mm. not just them but also in private sector and yeah. so on so you know uh, by highlighting deficiencies you're already talking about the management of those places mm. you know so obviously some of the people are not comfortable mm-hmm. uh, maybe i sh- I, sh- i was a bit too forceful using the word hate but okay. definitely uncomfortable is one okay uh is is something which people may and and in some sense it also forces them to react okay so you know um government agencies uh i used to work in many of them mm. when we're not comfortable in the sense that when we get pressurized mm-hmm. so you know so that's that's one um i i to to say enemies i would say there are people There are enough people out there probably who don't like me. Okay. You know, especially when you start highlighting issues and so on. You know, I get I get you know maybe they've not been vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Uh but some people who happen to be at the wrong end of those complaints obviously, you know, um some of them may be taken to task by the supervisors, by the directors and so on and say why 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 happened you know, what did you do so mm. i'm i'm beginning i'm 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 thinking some of those people are not liking me in that sense yeah so to say who hated me i can't say who really mm-hmm. but i'm just just getting a general sense of uh when people text you in in your angel and say uh i don't like you you know <laughs> So but that's that but that's life you know I I can't please everybody I mean that's true. that's that's, uh, that's why it's in some sense I just wanted to talk about Brunei yeah. you know that was a very much safe topic yeah. but the moment it goes into personal issues the moment yeah. it goes into uh, relationship issues uh, the moment it goes into between communication issues between agencies and the public and so mm-hmm. on of course this is what will happen yeah do you remember when it started to pivot Uh, not really. I mean, it's, it's always been there. It's always been there. It's so just, you've, you've it's always just, received. It's just, it's just always been there because you can't help it. You know, yeah, you, there yeah, will be people enough. who don't like you. Uh, uh, but I, I think, I think, it's just that it's, it's, it's whether I can receive them well. Yeah. You know. So my my sense probably is that you know the numbers would probably increase because you know the the complaints would be like. There, there are always issues about about government services. Obviously, you yeah, know, you know, yeah. because we're trying to provide services to the entire country. Yeah. And of course, there are varying degrees of level of quality and so on. Mm-hmm. And also, it depends on the people who work there because mm-hmm. they're also humans. So mm-hmm. you know, they may have their off days. So if you happen to have somebody who happen to have an off days, or maybe also there's some who are probably thinking like, hey, hang on, you know, I'm 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 the boss here, you know. 
So that kind of thing. It does happen, you know, yeah. people that you want to meet. So one of the solutions. I'm oh, sorry. I, I may just go back to when I was when I was the managing director of TAP. Um, okay. I always try to get the front counter to answer the question exactly what should the front counter be saying. Okay. But Bruneians being Bruneians, they would say, "I don't want to hear you. I want to hear it from him." You know, mm -hmm. so they want to hear it from the from the big bosses, ah, obviously. You know, okay. which is the Brunei, the uh, the Posa, the Brunei, Brunei culture. Mm. So normally, before I see them, I would call up the front counter. What did you say to him? Mm. What did what advice did you say? Then when they, these people come up to me and said, I said exactly the same thing. Mm. I said, this is what was explained to you. This is what the situation is. So don't try to undermine your own stuff. Mm. So this is this is a problem sometimes when you see in government departments. Sometimes people don't say the same thing throughout the levels of the organization. So ah. you, this is why people are keep on insisting on I want to see him, I want to mm -hmm. see him. But at the same time, when you do that, you get supervisors who are angry at you, who might just be shouting at you and say, "Bapale kene," you know, you know that kind of thing at all. And which which is a pity because, you know, and I was I was tell my staff I said, imagine you are on the other side of the counter. How would you want to be treated? You know, you if you don't want to be shouted at, you don't want to be, you know, then this is how the way we should treat our people. This is sometimes which people, when they are, I, I, I can't blame them also because sometimes the, the number of people who come, you know, there's certain organizations we have just overwhelmed with queries, with yeah, all sorts of things, right, you know. Right. I don't blame them. Mm. So you get to half a person who writes to me and say, you know, I have I have an option whether to post it or not to post it. So if if I do post it, I'll make that poster happier, but I will not make the person who he complains about happier. So you know, you get enough of this thing. Then all these people are suddenly beginning to hate you. I say, oh no, not not one again. Yeah, you know that kind of thing at all. So do we, I also get government departments who just said, you know, uh, can you tell us more about that person? Can can we? How can we help them? I said, I'm sorry because this is anonymous, so I can't I can't really reach That's out true. to them. You know, mm. so there are people who are concerned, mm. but not that many agencies. Now, obviously, you know, not that many agencies worry about, you know, what's going on in and out. So, mm. and a lot of the time, I try to make it anonymous anyway. So, yeah, you know, but yeah. the people who knows knows. Mm. If you happen to be at the wrong end of it, you would know it was you. Yeah. So if you happen to read it, yes, oh, no, could I quote it in here? You know, oh. you know. So I don't think. So I, I would. You know, by now I I probably get enough people who hated me as well. You know, oh, <laughs> there's still there, there there's still probably people who like me more than people who oh, hated me yeah, more. Yeah, so yeah. Be, mm. yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I guess in some sense I was also looking out for. It's a it's just a good time to rest as any. You know. Mm. So my post, my ending post, probably was just. I don't really think much about it. I just say, okay, this is what it is. Let's put it out there, you know. Yeah. Let's just rest. You know, it wasn't as if I was thinking for months ahead that I wanted to do this. It wasn't. It was just a spur of the moment, moment thing. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, yeah. enough time. Let, let's rest for a while, you know. And also, one thing that you said, the, the one that broke the camel's back was when you received an accusation that you weren't fact-checking fact at oh, all. Oh, there, there was, there was a no. There, I, I, find, I find that... Uh, I find that uh, no, um, you know, I, I think whoever posted that was probably right in some sense that because I posted a lot of these things about complaints and so on, probably not all of them were fact-checked in the sense that I didn't have time. But then how how do you fact-check these complaints anyway? You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, I agree. Yeah.
So I think the, people are starting to forget that this is not your job. Yeah. So you know. So I said, okay, I do the best that I can. Do certain things I do. I mean, I've got friends out there. I've got offices out there who help me and so on. You know, I'm thankful for that. Mm. But basically, you can't. So, but also at the same time, especially when you're receiving hundreds. So a lot of the time, I would just say, okay, let's post this, let's post this, let's post, you know, without really much thinking about the effect of it. But some of them, I may make it wrong. So sorry, I may get it wrong, mm. and I probably get uh, someone who texted me and said, "I think salah kalitunya." Ah. So then I would remove that, you okay. know. So yeah. maybe the damage has been done by that. I don't know, mm-hmm. but you know. But obviously, it's all meant for good, rather yeah. than you know. It was it was never malicious in any sense. Yeah, so you yeah. know, so it was always trying to say, okay, there's a complaint about this department. We put it up there mm. simply because I hope the department would would, would look at it, yes. you know, make it better. And yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. Do you remember um, if you made any uh, sort of like unintentional mistake? The one that you can remember now that you. Oh, yeah. it's, it's been quite a few actually. Yeah. No, but the biggest no. one that you feel like, much oh. Not really. the big one. Like, generally, mm. just tiny little ones. Uh, and normally the, that gets rectified. And sometimes other people complain to me about two days later. I said it's gone already. So <laughs> it's it's way too late now. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> yeah. But my worry sometimes is that it gets screenshot, it gets passed around. So uh, I, I, I know before you get yeah, to so I, I know I know that happens. So yeah, 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 yeah. probably that happens. And I, I worry you too because it wasn't meant to be like that, kan? Tapi suddenly it spreads around. And sometimes it comes back to me and said, yeah. okay, I said, this came from my angel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but... Interesting. You know, but, you know, I, I, I did that ending post. I, I just needed to end it some ways. Uh, I, I knew that there's still a lot of people out there who needs help, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll talk about opening it, but not right now, lah. Not right now. Not right now. Okay. Probably one day. But I don't think it will ever go. But yeah, the funny thing about all this, I remember I did the same thing with my blog spot. Mm. I ended it, and then after a while, I came back to it. It will never be the same. So you know. So who knows? Is it, in this, it, would, it could be in a different form, right? Um, we'll wait for the next app to come in. Okay. So, you know, there's been so. <laughs> I already saw, I saw I, your threads. I'm on threads. So, yeah. my threads, my th- I'm, I'm everywhere. everywhere. I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm yeah. on threads. You know, there you so, go. <laughs> so, just a, the, those are not the places where, I mean, some of these places I treat like it's a playground. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. threads is basically just information about photos and mm. so on. My TikTok is even. Not even worthwhile for people to look at, you know, unless you're interested in what what flavor of the ice cream I eat. You know, side yeah. Of you, yeah. So you know, but I'm beginning to see TikTok as something more serious. Oh, okay. yeah. There, there are there are serious stuffs now being discussed on yes. TikTok. You'd be surprised. Mm. Uh, you, 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 you want it, so you know, so you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I, I used to look out for your posts actually. You know, it's it's interesting because I see it from a different perspective. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it, you know. I enjoy all this, doing all these things. It's yeah. just a matter of we need to communicate. That's all there is. Yeah, you know? I think communication skills yeah. are severely lacking here in yep. in our culture. Before we end, yeah. since you're taking like a break or a time off now, yeah. what what message would you like to give to the public? Well, what we've been talking about today. Okay. Be kind to people. That's all there is. Be kind to people. Be empathetic. Be, you know. One one of my one of what I used to say to people is, uh, especially for people in government, be be nice to people on your way up, because you will meet them on your way down, 
And that really, really, you know, that, so, you know, that's, that's all there is. Be nice to people, be kind to me. We don't know what problems they're facing. They may look normal to you, but you don't know what kind of problems are bottling up inside. All you have to do is give that empathy, give your friend a hug, you know. That's all there is. That's all they require. They're not, they don't want your money. No. They may have money problem, but they don't want your money. They just want to know that you have a problem. Mm. That's all there is. Oh my nice God, I would people. like to repeat that. Yeah. Be nice to people on your way up because you will meet them, them on your way down. Yeah. And I also want to add on that we always need to remember that whatever we have now, God can take it in a split second. Yes. So that's all there is to that's life. All there is. Okay, thank you so much. That's all, right. all we have for today. Thank you so much, thank you. Manaji Rosanunos, for spending the day with us. Thank you for inviting me. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.